Tune those strings, Larry. Tune them up. I dream of a day when I'm not covered in wires. But hey, it's it's not today. And it makes me mad. And you know what? It's just good. It's good for the show. You know? Nobody wants to see people having fun and being happy. Nobody's paying for that! Show me the bodies! Show me the bodies! Where are the bodies? Let's go! can't make music like this anymore. It's not allowed. That is so misogynistic. Shut up! You're just jealous. You'll never be mine, Rachel. <laughs> I've got standards. Sorry, babe. What's going on, guys? How are you? You made it back for some reason. I don't know. You're just as mentally ill as I am. It's the only reason you'd be here. But you're here now and you're on a list! Alright. Let's piss people off, Phil. The holidays are here. It's time to hurt feelings. Make people cry. You know, make people seethe. Make people make TikToks about their crying and their seething to an audience of no one. To you know, just for the just for the fun of it. What's up? What are you guys doing? It's Wednesday, right? Is that what day it is? I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know. I could have been here earlier, but I was like, no, I I have to. I put off. I didn't exercise. I had to do my miles. I got to get my runs in. Can't be no cheating. You're not allowed. So I was like, if I if I have to push this back an hour. I'll be up late like I go to bed early anyway, right? It doesn't matter. But that's what I was out doing, so. There better be a good reason. There was. My power levels must be maintained. It's always, it's important, and you all need to do the same. Take care of yourselves. I mean, more, more on that. More on that at 11. Wall Jitsu. He's always wall something. He's doing a lot of things with wall. I'm starting to think he might be a drywaller. He could be a bricklayer. He's something to do with walls, the making of walls. But we'll see. It says rage o'clock. I guess. I guess it is. I guess it's. I'm fucking thirsty already. This doesn't bode well. This is the no sugar Pellegrino. You know. It's all right. You know. It hits the spot. You got to drink something, and just plain water doesn't. I mean, geez. You know. You got to live a little. What am I, Ned Flanders? So I'm getting crazy on flavored water, zero calorie, carbonated, probably eats my bones and gives me some kind of cancer. There's no such thing as healthy anything. Uh, was I talking to that last night? I was on uh, Edgy's show the other last night. I don't know. I don't know when that was. I don't. I remember how this came up. Gatorade and like I drink it too. And every time I do, I'm like, I'm stupid. You know, we're all stupid. Somebody's like, is it better than water? Like. Yeah, that thing that we've been designed to process and relieve ourselves of thirst and hydration issues, that's been the state, that's what it's for. It's made for exactly this. 
for the entirety of human civilization. Oh, but then some nerds came by and were like, I'm actually, bro, we have this drink that has potassium in it and fucking caramel flavoring. It's not better. No, it's not. Water is always the best thing. <laughs> but there's sugar in it. Pineapple bubbly is better than water. It's what our ancestors actually drank. Maybe. Maybe they did find a way, but I do. Yeah, they're not bad too. Morgan loves those, the bubblies. I love the. Uh, it's it's 130 calories in those flavored Pellegrino cans, I think. 120, something like that, the orange ones. And it's got a little bit of sugar in it. It's a little, it's, you know. When I get to the point where, like, that's me cheating, <laughs> I'm like, let me, that's my, that's what I'm trying to, like, I can't get too crazy with these sugar water guys. <laughs> Whoa, calm down, big fella. You know, don't get, don't get out of control. Listen, I've I've been to both ends of the pool, okay? Trust me, this is for the best. Nigel says, I look back at our colonist ancestors with pride. They're, they're conquerors. They're pioneers. Um, colonizing is getting a bad name. And, you know, there was like something like 300,000 people in North America by the time that started to begin. And, and there was uh, like nothing. There was no airports. There was no ports. There's no ports, air or sea, or terminals, or buses, or roads, or even a wheel, or an electricity. Nothing. There was nothing. There was people you know, living. And they were killing each other as much as anybody else ever has. They just lost. Um, they got into a conflict with our ancestors and lost, and now they're all butthurt about it and want all kinds of money. And for some reason, we're all like, we're so sorry for that thing that I didn't do. And, you know, had I been around at the time, would have seemed perfectly reasonable considering the circumstances. <laughs> That's why they did it, you know? When you buy into these narratives that your ancestors, your people did, oh, they did this, and just just because they were just so evil, right? Does that sound, I mean, for some of you, I'm sure it does, sound like your parents, your grandparents, and so on, but does that sound like your family? You you, you know how we're all, what, what, what we're like as white people, sit, and Thanksgiving's coming up, and what better way to talk about this? I mean, this is our, our culture, this is what we do. We sit around, the, you know, we eat our turkey, and we're like, how many black people did you kill this year? And we're all like, not enough. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do they think? What kind of people do they think we are? Like, this is what we've been doing for, we're just, we're just hiding it now. We're just pretending we don't want to slaughter on man. Or maybe this crazy perception that, you know, Europeans are just bloodthirsty. I mean, when you normally, when you go back, like, let's really, let's get the whole story out on the table and really spend the time examining it. And you don't get like the pop-up video version of history. It's a three-minute music video on YouTube. We're like, did you know everybody bad? Did you know you hate yourself? Like, oh, good, my education's finished. Uh Uh-huh. Or you could spend the time and you'll go, oh, you know what? It's hard to judge. Hard to judge people. The more history you read and you really get into it and you really start looking at uh, it's 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 getting tough. You know. Grow up in their shoes and tell me. Oh man. And and that's the other thing I really don't like from this guy. I'm just getting more certain of these facts of the world we live in because I mean they keep proving us right all the time. Bro, if I was around back then, bro, I would have fucking You would have did jack shit. Because you just lived through that exact thing. Uh, a section of your population being segregated, dehumanized, punished, persecuted, attacked, ridiculed, and threatened. That all happened, and where were you? Definite, like, there wasn't even guns involved. Show, so shut up. You couldn't even show up because honking and, like, some signs and people... Dude, that was so... 
so I just I don't know, bro. I the, I didn't I couldn't travel. I wouldn't be able to travel. So I fucking caved immediately. <laughs> but bro, if fucking Emperor Sauron came here with his fucking Legion of Doom and they were just eating people and there was literally velociraptors with laser swords, I would fuck them up, bro. You you can count on me. <laughs> okay. These are the people that are like, you know, four drinks deep and they're sitting in like the upper bowl of a cage fight and they're like, I could beat this guy. I could fucking totally. <laughs> Man, you have a cute imagination though. I'll give you that. You know, it, you know, they gotta, they gotta find some way to feel good about themselves because there's no way that they can. They have to make things up because they have no successes anywhere. They have no real self-confidence. So they, they invent some. I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's go back. Let's go back to Nigel's word. I went just off on a tangent. If you're new, that that's generally what this is. This is just me yelling about all kinds of things that make people upset. And I laugh that they're upset um, because I've been through some pretty gruesome, serious situations. And they're acting like that is this. And that's just fucking hilarious. That's just really funny. It's the same as watching a child. <laughs> <laughs> you should never laugh at your kids and i've you know i don't laugh at my kids but do they ever people that you guys have kids if they ever do something where they're like or something happens and their response is like it's the apocalypse like it is a fucking over the top like in their mind they believe this is the worst thing that has ever happened or could ever happen and it's like there's no more juice left <laughs> you know and you just have to like look away for a minute <laughs> like we can get more ju- it's going to be fine we'll get more ju- we'll get more ju- i literally my fucking feelings right now i feel it feels violent to me and i just fucking feel it's going to be we'll get you- i'm not laughing at you <laughs> no no i know you need- yes yes i know i know i know it's hard it's hard being six, you know? I know. I, I remember. It's just, you just, it's hard. It's a complicated world. You don't know what's going on, so it's frustrating. And, 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 you know, all these feelings, you know, it's hard to, it's hard for children that are six years old, you know? That's what, but when you're 42 and you're on Twitter all day, it might fucking yeah. I'm like, oh man, um, you know, then, then parts of my brain, like I said, to just, a random history page will flood back to me and there'll be some guy being like there are some people who should not reproduce and i'm like yes he was right whoever that was that's one of them i think that person should i hope to god it doesn't have i mean more more of that please we need to let that just die on the vine you know i have like 30 abortions i'm i mean on the one hand ew but on the other hand good so i don't you know it's a complicated subject so what do we get? We got uh, white supremacy. I made fun of. I par- I joked about killing black people and abortions and what else? Like we're only. What are we? Ten minutes deep. <laughs> about that. <laughs> you gotta have fun with it, guys, because they're gonna shut all of this down. Well, they're gonna do. They're gonna remove the access to the normie people, right? And then we're going guerrilla underground mode. It's gonna be cool as fuck. There's gonna be people trading USB drives in dark alleyways. 
Handoffs in parking lots at night outside of gas stations. A CD is extended outside of a window of one car into another car as they're both moving. In mid- and in midair, the exchange is made in a blind spot of a CCTV camera as police look on, unsure of what's taken place. But the information is being traded and the rebellion grows in strength by the hour. They are among you. They are everywhere. And soon they will strike at, in, in, in the nighttime. Or when you're in the shower, exactly when you're in the shower. We're developing a plan to know when everybody showers, what your routine of showering in, and we have designed specifically tailored attacks just for you personally, each and every one of you communist fucks, and we are going to attack you when you're in the shower. The problem is, well, first of all, no one likes to, like, that's the worst possible case scenario, right? They did this in a movie, Eastern Provinces, with Viggo Mortensen the actor, and you watch Viggo Mortensen fight completely naked, like his dick is flying everywhere, for like five minutes. It's one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen. But also, I was impressed with how little Viggo doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, I'll do a five-minute fight scene in a shower with my dick out. Good. Look at it. You like that? You like that shit? I'll I'll cave your head in. You know? I'm like, okay, that's a champ. At first, I was like, this guy's a freak. And then I'm like, you know what? No, he's just the king. He doesn't care. All right. So that's what we're planning to do. But the problem is they don't shower like very, very rarely. So the windows of opportunity for this are very. I mean, this could be the strategy. Maybe they know that we're planning to attack them in the shower and that's why they don't shower. (sighs) I don't know. I probably shouldn't be discussing our war war room operations like this in public. But um, but we're not sure. So we need some outside help. We're going to. You know, we're, we're going to uh, Bob Lazar this and just anybody that's off the wall smart, but like also crazy. We're just going to see what what's going on in your head. And maybe you can help us solve these problems. You know, they have UFOs and we have why the fuck won't these people shower like uh, both puzzles that man is struggling to understand. <sighs> the night goes on 13 minutes. <laughs> now they're fat and they stink. All right, what else? Who else is getting insulted now? There were only two chats in. And I didn't even get through the second one. Anyway, Nigel says, I said I was coming back to it 10 minutes ago before I offended most of the country. 90, 92% of the country. He says, I could only hope to be as brave as them when the Lord gives me the opportunity to colonial ancestors. I will continue to train in preparation. Physical training is good to help you, you know, prepare your mind for things because you have to go through pain and suffering and discipline and all of that stuff to to do it. So that's like one of the best ways to harden your mind that everyone can do. Even if you're like crippled and to say there's going to be something unless there's no part of your body that is, you know, unless you're like Kurt Angle and you've like I've broken my neck so many I can barely move around. Everything is dangerous. If I fall down, I might just blow up. You know. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I've known guys, there's a guy, uh, one of the earliest, you know, supporters we had, Craig Blackmore, he's out West and he, you know, the guy's been in a wheelchair for, I don't know how long he like hunts, shoots, kills, cleans and prepares and eats, cooks his own deer by himself. He's got like a pulley system in the back of his truck and he's in a wheelchair and he's just like literally wheelchair hunting. Like that guy can do all of those things. And there's people that can't do 2% of that because it's too hard for them. You know, and it's like, is it too hard for you or are you not nearly trying hard enough? Are you, is your effort level like a, literally a fraction of what is possible? That must be sad. That would be sad. God is sad. <laughs> to have, to have a create. imagine that's like your son. 
and you you know what they're capable of, like because you designed them. You know, it's like that. Like they could do so much. What are they doing with uh, all the gifts I've given them? Eating, eating a lot, smoking, doing a lot of sitting down, eat more eating. Um, I don't know. They they masturbate a lot now and eat more. And they're yeah, it's not good. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Do you want to like Sodom and Gomorrah this bitch or what do you what do you want to do? You think? You know? Yeah. Okay. I know. I can tell. I just I can tell it's on your mind. And yeah, I, I noticed. This is me. I'm God's advisor now. I'm the go-between guy. I'm briefing, briefing him. They've also, you know, I don't want you to get mad. I know you put a lot of thought into. I know you love the rainbow, but they've uh, they've done something to it. You're not gonna like it. I think that's the point. Actually, actually, they did say that. That is that's why it's the rainbow flag. So. I don't know. I mean, is the deal off? Can we un- can we bring out the flood again, or we've got something? I th- I I can see the wheel spinning, and it's never good. What do we do? Are you you're gonna probably just crack the planet right in half or something crazy? Yeah. Okay. See a pissed off God now. Great, great. He's been sober for a long time too. Now he's into the fucking Jack Daniels, and that that turns him into Old Testament God. So people are going to get laser beamed from space. People are going to be eaten by bugs. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen now. Good job. Good job. Oh, that's not a, that's real. For your sake, I hope so. Because <laughs> something created all of this. And going against all of nature all the time feels deliberate, you know? It's like, I hope, you would hope, just just as a mental exercise, like, if there is an intelligence, I believe there is, but if there is an intelligence that is cognizant and aware and, you know, manipulating things. I was talking about this last night, too. Things like this make me me wonder about things. How there's, like, I don't know what the name of this is, but scientists have observed this phenomenon where uh, under, like, molecular level atoms only react when people are looking at them they somehow know like the atoms when someone or something is um, is observing it and if no no one and nothing is nothing happens so like is this just rendering like it's a video game or anyway odd i i (laughs) You know what I mean? There's a lot of weird shit like that in the world we live in that makes you strange. So if there is something that's like, and you're just doing this all day long to everything, like, I'm just going to do the opposite of everything! Like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I like to fight uphill. I, li- I like to be the underdog. I like to fucking punch up. It's just, it's more satisfying, especially if you can score a hit now and then. Nobody expects you to win, so there's no pressure. Nobody expects you to win. There's no pressure at all. So you're just like, fuck it. I, and, you know, you want to anyway because fuck these people. And every once in a while you can actually land some shots. And you're like, <laughs> But fighting God, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a limit to even how far I will go. I, I don't think I'm going to. I don't intend on taking on the forces of the universe as my enemy. I personally don't feel equipped to fight that. Other people, that's one thing. But supernatural shit starts getting involved. I'm just going to be like, all right, man, Like, what do, what do I got to do? What What's going to make this? How do we make this right? Do I have to do something with a poltergeist? Like, what's what happens now? 
we can do things to you beyond your... Yeah, I know that. I'm immediately surrendering. I'm perfectly aware of that. I'm just skipping all of the... You don't got to do any of the demonic haunted... haunted no, we'll just... Let's just get it. Let's just get to it. What's up? What's the... What, what's the... What's the offer? You, you don't even want to be tortured? No, I don't want to be tortured! This would go on for decades. You'd eventually just drive me to madness. I'd go insane. I'm cutting my ear off like Van Gogh or something. I'm painting insane. You know, I just go completely crazy. Can we just skip all of that? There's no need. Well, it makes it a lot easier for both of us. I know. I know. I'm a reasonable guy. What do I got to assign something in blood? Or <laughs> no, those are those are bad people. You you, you got to fight them anyway. Just, uh, you know, over overwhelmingly powerful deities, I have no interest in trying to, because I'm definitely not one of those, so I would lose, obviously, so I'm not going to, it's like a mouse wanting to fight a fucking tiger, which is kind of uh, something I want to get into a little bit later. Um, that's what it looks like to me, all these, you know. These convoy people and all the stuff that's going on. There's a lot of people that want to do something. They want to fight, but they're they're not there. They don't have any power. They don't have any influence. They don't have any ability to generate anything. They're in 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 the terms of the game that's happening. You know these motherfuckers. Th their power level is ne nothing. It's pretty much nothing. And you want to go to you want to go toe to toe with like an international organization. That, I mean, if certain if a country decides like I'm I'm out of the gang, I don't want to play anymore. They'll just destroy your whole fucking country and kill the president. It's it's been done multiple times. And you're like, we'll throw on we'll throw on some flip flops and go down to the parking lot. <laughs> like, how how do you anticipate you would even you would even make a dent or, or go anywhere? Because you don't have any influence or control over everything or anything so basically you're a mouse that wants to fight a lion <laughs> don't be a mouse that's the solution you have to turn into a lion yourself you'd have to do it the hard work and build for 10 years like the germans have been trying to do and now their leader has an assassination attempt on his hands uh is he dead he was rushed to hospital. So the AFD, we've talked about that a few times here. This is the the far right. This is the basically the PPC in Germany. Uh, they're a, uh, they're not they're not they're definitely not a far right party, but they're a right wing party. They're more conservative. Like they're actually not bad. And they're like, yeah, close the borders, deport these people. This is fucking out of control and insane, and we're being wiped out in our own country. Like they're they're telling the truth essentially, and to a large degree. Um, so their leader has just been stabbed with a needle and poisoned with something, and he's like dying in a hospital somewhere. Several other people have been like hit over the head with bricks and shot at and uh, stuff like this. The government is surveilling them, and now they're going to try. They're trying to make them illegal too, and that's democracy. You see, um, and even them, even that effort, that political, because that's what they decided to do. A bunch of people got together and go, "What's the plan?" We're gonna take take them back the stuff. We're gonna take we're taking it back. WEF. We gotta get the libs out. No, they were like, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll start a political party, grassroots, and uh, we're gonna, you know, that's what they did. 
soliciting donations and going door to door and doing the internet, doing it all, doing all the hard work for year after year after year. And they were, I remember when they formed, like, has it been like eight years? Ten? I can't remember. It's been a little while, though. It's before they were older than the PPC by a bit, by a couple of years, I think. And they went from nothing to laughably nothing to like, okay, but barely anything. And it just tick, 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 kept climbing the fucking ladder and refused to die. Even after they're being investigated and people are being arrested. And like I said, some people had their lives threatened. One guy was beaten half to death. And now this. That's the game, dude. And they can't win yet. They haven't been able. I mean, their leader was just fucking. Is he murdered? Understand this. These people that are like, man, free it up. You understand at an instinctual level, at least, something is wrong. The people in charge are bad. They're not working in our best interest. They're working against us, and they seem to not give a shit. They're either trying to kill us, or they're just getting rich on us getting killed and don't care either way. Either way, that's an unacceptable situation. We can all agree. And uh, something needs to be done about that. Stop. That's about as far as you've gotten so far. You don't just start there and then... So what these, uh, what these, you know, these people did in Germany with this, we'll, we'll do it the legitimate way. We'll do a, we'll do a political political party and we'll, and they've basically taken over Eastern Germany. I think they're mostly like, they're the second or they are the biggest party in Germany now. And every other party in the government is in an alliance against them. So they can't win. Can you ima- imagine? So in Canada, that's this would let's let's pretend your dream scenario comes true, and the PPC has like fifty percent, almost fifty percent of the country, forty eight percent, forty nine percent, massive blowout land. They're just k- k- murdering, but the libs and the NDP and the Green Party and the CPC, they're all in an alliance now against the Nazis because it's a threat to our democracy. That's what would happen. That's what's exactly what's happening in Germany now. Guess what? They don't get in. Their coalition government is more powerful than than, Germ- than the AFDs, so womp womp. You're, you're not, uh, you don't have any power. Oh, and then we're going to make you illegal, and uh, we're just going to seize your bank accounts and attack your leaders and assassinate you and all this kind of shit. They don't play fair. That's the level that they'll take these kinds of things to. And so if you think that, like, well, we'll just drive some trucks and honk some horns, bro, you- I like... I like the enthusiasm, but I'm telling you, you have no idea what you're up against, and the magnitude of what you think you're up against is off. Way off. Way off. Like, you you might you might as well be the guy that's like, we're all staring at a brick wall, th- thinking about how, can we go under it, over it, can we break it somehow, can we do it, and you're just like... We gotta get the little bit, get the wall down, and you're throwing eggs at it. And we're like, "What are you doing?" Well, at least I'm doing something. Are you? You're just wasting eggs. That's what it looks like to me. We we need to eat those. We're hungry. Don't waste eggs. And uh, at what point did you look at this and go, "This is going to work"? You saw it. You see what we're up against? Yes, this huge brick wall. And in your hand, you hold an egg, and you're like, this will do it? If all of us just throw eggs? Like, walk me through this. What was? How, what did you envision happening? We're going to take it back and get the libs out. How? So you're going to say these things, and then what's going to happen after that? The government's going to come on television and say, we surrender and walk out with their hands out, and then they're going to all be arrested and whatever it is you plan to do with them. 
And then all the things are good again. This crazy list of demands. <laughs> Do you hear? Are you drunk? Are you drunk right now? These these are these are the machinations of a lunatic. These are the dreams and ambitions of of a schizophrenic person. These are these are the things that people that used to be in sanitariums would think. Bro, we got three million people coming. We're gonna plan and we're gonna fucking okay, okay, Andrew, take your medicine. Thank you. Okay, back to sleep now. Right, this isn't. Re- it's crazy, and it's just. And a lot of them know what they're doing, and they're dragging all these people along for a ride to fucking make money off of them. People that are, like I said, desperate, afraid, frustrated, hurting, you know, killing themselves, all of this. And these these fucking fools come along, promising them the world, like the con artists and, con, and you know, used car salesmen, carnival barkers that they are, and say, give me money, buy a hockey card of myself. You got, we got to... We got to take the things back as I chain smoke cigarettes asking you for money all the time for a very vague, uh, I I don't know what to call it. It's like some kind of self-perpetuating circus. It's like a traveling carnival, like when the carnies come to town and you've got these people who just can't, I don't know if they're just. They don't know any better. They're desperate, you know, or they're bored. And then these other folks lead them around that are just, yeah, they're just grifting. Well, at least we're doing something. You're throwing eggs at a brick wall is what you're doing. Meanwhile, other people have successfully constructed um, functional uh, large multi-province and time zone spanning uh, communities that are in close coordination and in contact with each other and are assisting each other in all kinds of things and made each other's lives you know much easier and more fulfilling and, and so on and it gets bigger and in time it will you know reach new levels of you know things it can do for itself and help itself and you're again drinking in a parking lot yelling at a wall and throwing eggs at it and you're just, at least I'm doing something okay Okie dokie. What's your what's your superpower again? Do I still have that? No, I think I got rid of the picture. Oh well. <laughs> this one guy, Ronnie, selling hockey packs of hockey cards with freedoming stats on the back, and how many? <laughs> Their superpower, the voice of reason. Is it? You're a reasonable man, are you? Does a reasonable man? Put himself in a child's Avengers t-shirt and put it on a fucking hockey card with the stats on the back and charge $200 a pack to a bunch of people he doesn't know on the internet when he chain smokes cigarettes and talks about taking the things back with fake legal advice that doesn't exist. I'm like a sovereign citizen, man. It's uh, it, Dude, it's a, cir- it's a circus. And the enemy has used those people to smear all of us this entire time. And reasonable people that otherwise we could talk to and probably make headway with, they don't listen. They don't want to listen because they only see that. They see the fucking boomer circus festival of guys punching windows into cars and like. Thanks. You just set us back, oh, I don't know, to zero, I think. I'd say pretty much zero. This should be, I think it's done now, guys. I think. That's, I'm calling it, time of death, 
11.02 Atlantic Standard Time, October the 4th, 2023. That's it. The grift is over. The uh, Traveling Carnival Roadshow of the convoy. We got to do a convoy, you got. It's been two years, almost, of this, okay? It's time to get jobs. It's time to do work. It's time to work now, okay? The drinking and the partying in Ottawa was a long time ago. It's not doing anything. You're just making noise and making all of us look ridiculous. Please find adults nearby and help them instead of paying internet wizards that can heal you digitally over the we're going to I'm going to manipulate your energy and you're going to be cured of cancer. Give me money. Here's legal advice. I'm not a lawyer. I never was. I'm just a crazy person, but I'm just going to make shit up and you're probably going to go to jail cuz you're you know, give give me money. <laughs> or I'm going to run you over with my car. Like this is so embarrassing. We're capable of so much better than that. Well, why don't you fuck it? Well, I'm on house arrest. But that's not going to last forever. Let's see. Wall Jitsu. Says immigrants and faggots get out of my way. You would never get away with making that today. What is that in? What is that a song? Is that a song lyric? You're talking about because it's Guns N' Roses. Uh, Reggie Desert says, I, I guess when you retire from the military, you lose your watch. So <laughs> I never, I resented this tyrannical time system of the military where if you're late, it's guys, you don't understand. You don't, <laughs> I'm going to make you understand though. You're going to fucking understand in a minute how the fucking, how it works in the military. Okay. All of us now have extreme anxiety disorders about being late about anything for the rest of our lives. If I have a dentist appointment, I'm like sweating and visibly nervous because I have to be there in an hour and I'm constantly, we got to keep an eye on the time all the time. And this is why, because in the military... There are fucking insane Nazis about the time. Because you have to be. Everything has to be work like a clock. So they tell you, hey, we got to be here at 9 o'clock. And you're like, sure, okay, 9 o'clock. But 9 o'clock doesn't mean fucking 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock to that guy means, well, I got to be, I got to make sure. Because if I'm late... We'll fucking demote you. We'll put you in prison. Military prison. It's... We'll take your pay. Like, bro. We'll jack your fucking life up. So it's not a job. So you're like, oh, I can't fuck this up. So we're gonna... It's not 9 o'clock. It's 8.45. And then he tells his guys it's 8.45. Because fuck that. And then those guys. 8.45. Fuck, I don't... I'm not... I don't want to cut her too close. You see what the Sergeant Major did to Johnson? I'm not living like that, man. 8.30. Tell the guys 8.30. And guess what those guys get? And guess what they say? And guess how long this goes on for? Before you know it, you gotta fucking be there at 4 o'clock in the morning, dude! It's that ridiculous! 
everyone from the military, especially the army and the combat arms, when, when something has to happen at a specific time, everyone immediately is stressed out. Ask them. I'm tired of pretending we're not all doing it! I won't! <laughs> Show up on time or you're dead! Seriously, it would be bad news, you know? It was a big deal. And But in the regular world, you could show up late. You could be fucking half an hour late for work, and people would be like, oh my god, are you okay? What happened? You're supposed to be here. And they'd be like, oh, you know, I'm fucking just not here on time. And like, oh, geez, okay. We, we like to try to show up right at 9 here, but 9.15, 9.10, that's okay. It's so terrifying. Like, some t- I one time, these are true stories. I'm going to tell you several stories. <laughs> One time, I came, uh, we had a battalion parade, so fucking everybody is out there on parade, literally the whole building, okay? And it's at whatever time, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, one of these fucking early morning things, and I'm cutting her close, and it's like, it's supposed to be at 9 or something, and it's, I'm like, I'm almost 10 minutes early, so I should I should still be good, right? Because I'm aware of the buffer times, but I'm not aware of what the army calls the flinch factor. And the flinch factor is the guy who's like, we just, we just got to do it now. Let's just do it now. Just be safe. And it's like, they said nine. We don't, every, everybody's here. We just chill out until it's like, like the CO's not going to come downstairs for another fucking, we're just going to stand here at attention for 10 minutes. Yeah. So I fucking, I'm in the hallway and I'm like, fuck, this building is quiet. That's not good. I'm a fucking master corporal, by the way. Like I'm in charge of people. <laughs> Or was it maybe a corporal at the time? But I think I was doing a Jack's job, so I was like, I I can't exactly just not show up. (laughs) Right? So I'm in the hallway, and uh, I fucking get up to the, it's a D-57. If anybody's been in the the Gagetown guys know what I mean, the two RCR guys. That long hallway outside of where Niner Tack used to be, or still is, or I don't know, the Sim Center there. <clears throat> on the right side of the building as you're looking at it. I'm in that fucking long hallway and I go up to the doors and I'm in, looking in the wind and I look at the window like this. <laughs> like down on the ground looking up like just to expose one eye so nobody sees me. <laughs> Whole fucking battalion's out there at attention. I'm like, fuck. Shit. I can't go out there now. All the sergeant majors are standing there at attention. I'm like, fuck. So I did what any brave man did. I hid in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going to be, in the, I'll be like, whatever. I'm going to roll the dice. So I'm going to go, nobody knows I'm not here. <laughs> Went to the bathroom. You hear the, and then all the fucking okay it's over they've dismissed everyone i walk out of the bathroom into the crowd like out of the matrix and just walk with everybody and they're like ha 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 ha." we're like pushing each other i'm like yeah i was here the whole time nobody fucking noticed aced it story the second this is significantly more terrifying this was the second one of the second most and i'm not kidding these are some of the most afraid times i've ever been in the military like this was real fear (laughs) <laughs> i took my really you know i was important to me to do well at this job i gave a fuck so it was like the idea of getting in shit was like oh my god it's remembrance day parade time and the, and they're doing an inspection and this is at three rcr 
in Petawawa. And they're a little different than 2RCR. 2RCR has a canteen in the building that just sells muffins all the time. There's always people in there eating muffins. We drive everywhere. Like, so you know what I mean? We're fat. They're fat. And there's a lot of just, eh. 3RCR is like prides itself on how much they can hurt each other and live, at least at that time. So it was a little more of a jungle. And the RSM, the Sergeant Major, the RSM. I met him like a week prior because I just came in from Gagetown and they were like, oh, you're my new fucking, I'm like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> you know, and this guy was like, not like the Sergeant Majors I had at 2RCR, they were all like kind of old, like pushing, they're like pushing 50 and clearly have no interest, they stopped being a hard ass like 10 years ago, they've gotten comfortable and they don't fucking, they don't care anymore, this guy was like, I like to eat glass, it soothes me, you know, I was like, oh fuck, this guy's intense, right, super fit guy, He's probably like 48 years old, but he looks like he could just rip my head off. I'm like, fuck me. You know, I liked him. I was like, but just don't, you know, so we're going to this parade and I'm a master corporal this time for sure. And, uh, we have to do an inspection. First of all, I'm late again, <laughs> but I managed to slip in the back and we're in the parade uh, building there. I can't remember what that one was called. And I kind of get in there and just kind of slink in right, like it, seconds before the parade begins and they all had their backs turned and I just kind of ninja feed in there. <laughs> One of the sergeants looks over at me and he's like, where the fuck did you come from? And I was like, <laughs> he's like, we had a little laugh. One problem. I'm at the very front. The entire battalion is in like a hollow square, almost like a, like a, one of these, you know, RSM's in the middle and he's destroying people. For their uniform being fucked up. And I mean, like, a little bit. Basically threatening to murder their families. Like, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> I was like, this guy is not in the mood. And uh, and then he goes, one guy, he didn't, he didn't, he forgot. He forgot his poppy. You gotta put your poppy on. Because <laughs> it's fucking November 7th or whatever. And we're on a battalion. Pro- and this is your full dress uniform, too. This isn't, like, the day-to-day. This is, like, you better, everything had better be perfect. If it's a millimeter off... Sorry, they're going to fuck your wife. You know, that's just the penalty. Like, it's fucking, right? And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. And I look down. I don't have a puppy. (laughs) And he's just marching down, looking at people, going, and I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. Fuck. And I'm just like, I. so then I thought, then I remembered my training. I remember my training, guys. And this is real. When they teach you, like, if you're going to fuck somebody up from behind, that kind of sounds bad. I mean, like, with a, like I'm going to kill this guy. Like, se- like sentry takedown, they call it, or something. Where you're, like, sneaking up behind somebody, and you're going to grab him and, you know, knife him in the neck. There's this technique. That, they tell you, never look at their head. Never look at the back of their head. People have a perception, like, you know, I feel like somebody's looking at me. And, it, and oftentimes there is, because that's real. The army discovered that that was real, and they instruct people, you know, look at their feet instead. So he's walking around, and I'm cognizant of this, and I'm like, don't look at him. Don't look at him. I'm like kind of looking out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, don't even look at him. He's not here. You're not here. Just shut it all down. All the energy emanating in my body just see- just stops. I'm like, I am now a ghost. None of this is happening. He fucking walks by me, looks me dead in the eyes, stops, and then just keeps going. I didn't flinch at all. And I and then he, and he finished the parade and dismissed it walked away, and I was like... <sighs> I looked over at the fucking sergeant, and he's like, what's wrong with you? He's like, look... Look at this. And he goes, what the fuck was your I'm like, I never had one. He didn't notice? No. 
dude, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's like, run for your life before he notices. It was like the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> fucking comes by. Hmm. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. He's not here. You're not here. Don't give away the... Don't give him any fucking frightened energy. He could smell fear is what I discerned. I, I think so. So I was like, just, just crush it all. Just believe you're wearing a poppy. There's nothing wrong. There's no... You, you know, you're emanating nothing but soldierly confidence. He has nothing to suspect. And it fucking worked. I inceptioned him. Or he just happened to not glance at it. Or maybe he did and thought, I'm just too tired. Because I've done this. Like, I could rip into this guy, too, but like, I've, I've made the point. I don't give a fuck. It's, you know. I don't have all day. That could have happened, too. Either way. This is not the jacking you are looking for. I am properly dressed. I should be the company commander. <laughs> Everyone gets en endless leave passes. <laughs> The mess is now open, and everyone can use your tab. That's what I should have did. I should have used my powers for good and made him... You know, okay, let's just get on. What am I talking about? Nonsense. I'm talking nonsense for like 40 minutes. All right. There were other times where I... Yeah, but those were too... Good. I don't know if I've ever mentioned those ones. They make me laugh now. But I remember at the time, I was like... I remember another time... <laughs> One more... I had this other boss, Miles Turple. He was a, I don't know if he was a warrant officer or a sergeant uh, at the time. I can't remember. I think I was a, I was brand new promoted, I think, around that time. Yeah, I think I was a brand new mass corporal for like a day or two days or something. So they moved me to this other unit, this other company. So for, never met any of these. I don't know any of these guys. So it's important. They come in. I talk. Very nice, very cool guys. Like, yeah, man, just fucking, you know. Do what you're supposed to do, and you know I treat everybody like adults. I'm not, a, you know, he's a cool guy. You know, no reason to be a fucking because some people are dickheads and they act like it's a fucking movie all the time. And you're like, God, you're so horribly cringe. We want to kill you in your sleep. If there's a war, you should survive. You know, that's the gremlin, goblin, murderous horde. Like there's some people we have marked. Like that guy better not come on tour. Well, <laughs> you know? he was super cool about it, and he was just like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, cool, man. No, I'm pretty. He's like, well, you, you know, they recommended you. You said you were a pretty reliable, good guy. So, you know, I don't think we'll have any problems. I'm like, yep, yeah, nope, got it. He's like, okay, dude, see you tomorrow or whatever time it was. And like two days after that, or that was like a Friday, Monday morning, maybe or Tuesday morning. It was either the next work day or I don't know what happened. To this day, I, it might have been sabotage. But this is only I don't this might have happened one other time in my in 15 years or 14 and some years. I wake up and immediately I know something's wrong. <laughs> Cuz I didn't get woken up by my alarm. I just woke up. And the light in the room is brighter than it should be. <laughs> so I go and look at my phone and I'm supposed to 6:30, 7 I think is around the time we would show up. And I'm like, "All right, let's see." Oh, it's 25 after 9. <laughs> I'm not a li it's not like oh fuck if I really hurry hurry as fuck because there's been lots of those we're like shaving in the car and shit like this if I really bug if I really boogie I can make it on time this was like okay so I'm being executed today great I just took my time I was like there's no point now you know why rush now 
went in, shaved casually, took a shower, got dressed, fucking... All right. <laughs> Let's go to work. Showed up. Terps there like, what the f- I just talked to him. I'm like, I, I, I swear to God, this never happens. But he was like, you're fucking working all weekend. And I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. And I had to do duty all weekend. First day. Did he show up? Oh, fuck, bro. I slipped in. <laughs> Great. Good job, man idiot <laughs> ah good times yes the army it should be a reality show i could have made one i could have made a reality show i still could but it would wouldn't be the same it would just be gay porn probably based on what i'm seeing all right um that's enough so yes that was a long that, that's what reggie did just that one comment so uh, yes i guess i lost my watch no, I have I have a deeply personal relationship with time and being late and being on time. It's very str- you wouldn't understand. It's like sec- it's almost like sexual trauma. It's like deep so deeply embedded in my psyche now. I have nightmares about clocks. I've had nightmares about being late for things. I'm not kidding. And it's like I, I had to retrain my brain to be like nobody cares out here. It's not like oh no, I'm going to be t- 10 minutes late. So Sometimes that happens. Like, try your best to be on time. Don't be a dickhead, but it's like sometimes shit happens. You're late, whatever. It's like, what do you want to... There was fucking... The whole road was shut down. Somebody's car was on fire on the highway. I mean... But if you're in the army, it's like, you're expected to figure that out. I'm not kidding. They're like, we don't give a shit. There's a fucking hurricane outside. So? Literally. Because you're expected to perform like this in combat, so it's like... Oh, is it snowing and you can't... I don't give a shit. Unless it's like a death sentence, they, they expect you to figure it out. And it's uh, oftentimes... It's probably illegal, some of the things they make you do. But because it's the army, everyone's just like, I signed up for this. I signed up to be treated like human garbage, so... We all kind of enjoy it. We're all masochists at heart. I think we all liked it. I think we liked it a little too much sometimes. <laughs> and that's why we're all insane now. Look what you made, Father! Um, anyway. Reggie says, Some of us have bedtimes. Since I've been watching these streams, I haven't listened to much urban music. How about EDM? I don't, what is that? What the hell's EDM? Sounds like weird electro Eastern European commie stuff. Do you like my new shorts, Hans? Uh, no. I don't like any of this. And why are they hot pink? Get me out of here. This is not what I came to Europe to see. <laughs> Chet says, my native brother-in-law uh, says, it's great your ancestors showed up. Mine fucking sucked. <laughs> I mean, none of, it, none of us, we're all just here. We all just got, none of us did. We have no control over any of that shit. Like, well, that's what happened, I guess. So... Now you know what happened. Carry on. Like, no, we need to somehow. People are guilty for... Oh, for fuck... Nothing's stopping you from, you know, not being a piece of shit. Except you. It's not some kind of inherent flaw in the system that's like, no, we have to make sure we're going to... Like, that's a conspiracy theory. No, there's traps and landmines placed at every turn just to keep you down. White man's keeping you down. 
I've never seen that in my life. I have never seen that in a professional capacity any anywhere, even in the military. Like I've never personally encountered that. So I'm I don't know where all this secret like mega racism is hiding. Um, but they'll say, oh, well, you just wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know you're unconscious. You don't even know you're doing it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Scotian lady says, is basic hygiene white supremacy? It is. I'm very certain that is true. People that shower and clean themselves every day are all, um, they're all named, you know, they all have a direct relation to Reinhard Heydrich. I heard that. Jaybird says, catching the show while on a shuttle bus home for Thanksgiving, which is coming this weekend. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. There's a bearded... <laughs> What does twink mean? I don't like that's some weird gay word. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what it means. Anyway, it's got a beard. Two seats back that stole his little sister's skinny jeans. I'm sure of it. Here's my payment to keep my name on the government watch list. Okay, all right. Make sure you send some agents to Jay Bird's house. He sent me five dollars, guys. This is this is financial. Uh, this is financing terrorism. This is money laundering for. <laughs> secret nazi militias that's what's happening deploy everything you have it is real it, the time is now guys i gotta play the matrix soundtrack the time it's now we're doing it it whatever that is it's happening fuck me you guys are smoking way too much weed man in my mind says people have become weak snowflakes we are the last of a dying breed take my money um I think it ebbs and flows. I think the breed is grown through hard times, and then when they're no longer needed, they die off. But they don't ever go away forever. That's the cycle, right? Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times, good times, and so on. And around and around and it goes. So it's like the humans are adaptable. We have a history of being able to do that. <laughs> so... As the situation demands harder people again to fix the problems, that will either happen or you just won't exist anymore. It's like the military. They love you when they need you. And then when they don't need you, fucking get out of here. Go die somewhere. Get made. Get fucking made. That's like the tragedy kind of aspect of like um like the real warrior society that everyone knows this like this is something like the, that we just accept they love you when they need you and when they don't need you they don't give a fuck and you have to be like that's just how it is that's what they're they're not you they don't have what it takes to do this they can't protect themselves only we can do that so we have to be able to also put up with their fucking shit because that's our role Otherwise, we all die. <laughs> you know, none of this works anymore. So, I think uh, I think as things get worse, the demand for more serious people will increase, and that kind of societal pressure will just push them to the surface. Like when grass starts to pop through concrete after it's been under there it's long enough, there's enough cracks, enough weathering, and uh-oh, here it comes. And then that'll be more common, and that'll be more mainstream, and you're going to start seeing uh, different things happen. But that all depends on – that's like the pressure that the state applies. 
like a like that's where you get <laughs> such a cliche, stupid thing to say. That's how you get a diamond, bro. Huh? The pressure, bro, makes your dust. Shut the f shut up. Please don't compare me to the diamond mine industry. Oh, it's just like that cool thing where we get children worked to death in fucking slave mines to sell these stupid rocks to idiot, dumb, rich white people. Because TV told them it was magic, they need it, or else they can't get married. I spent 20000 on mine. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Who told you that? Why are you paying that? Uh, I should have known Larry was involved. Hmm. Shiny rocks, give me all your money. <laughs> At the end of the day, think of it. That's what it is. This just doesn't seem like a smart decision. I don't know. I think back in the day where that came from is when it was relevant, when you couldn't just, no, everybody wasn't just fucking everybody all the time and nothing mattered. Uh, you couldn't do that, and <laughs> when people were getting married, you ba it was basically like a negotiation. The families would like check each other out, and this and the guy who's the bre he's the one that's going to hold it down is expected to like demonstrate his ability to provide money, and you know, so that's why the the more expensive oh well, this guy must be doing really well. He's got and these are like the suitor options. This guy's got a a piece of wood he made in the woods. You know, this guy's got fucking, this must have cost 10 grand. Like, who do you want your, who would you rather your daughter go with, right? In in that kind of world and scenario where it's like, well, she's definitely not going to starve to death with this guy. He's got money and, you know, he's probably going to take care of her and protect her if he likes her, obviously. This guy, I think he lives in the woods. I don't know. I don't know if he can read. <laughs> but that was, you know, that's not happening anymore. This is all just for pure narcissism reasons. It's like, well, who cares, you know? I spent 50000 on mine. That's retarded. That's so fucking... Oh, just scams everywhere. Are we really buying shiny rocks? Yes, we're buying shiny rocks and wearing the shiny rocks to impress the other apes. Holy fuck. Can, it, can you log into the internet with it at least? No, it has no function whatsoever. It's literally just a shiny rock. That I look at and people go, ooh, shiny, must be expensive. That's the end of its, that's all there is to it. If you feel like it's shallow, it's because it is. It's a very, it's all very. So what does that say about the people that care about these kinds of things? Probably very shallow also. All right. How many, is that an, okay. Brides that value their wedding rings, I've also pissed off. Men that, <laughs> who else wants some? Huh? Who else needs to get fucking beat up? Um, I do want to say, though, I forgot. I wanted to mention this earlier. I totally forgot about it um, because that's just how it goes here. I'm retarded. Uh, there was a kid around. Derek would remember. Um, back in the D-Live days. I mean, like 2020, I think. Maybe around that time. His name was Rage Fan. You guys remember him? He was literally 10 years old. I was like... I don't, I think you might be a little young for this. I think your parents should probably, you know, I'm literally 10. I'm like, I don't think that's good. I mean, you know, I appreciate it, but this is some heavy, some pretty serious stuff sometimes. And I am not a, I'm not, this is not a kid's show, right? 
This is definitely rated R, if you know what I mean. Definitely. 100,000%. Um, anyway, now, uh, no, he's not 15. He's 13. Um, but he um, has actually been in, um, he's in a hospital. He's, he's recovering in hospital from, from a fairly serious uh, incident, I guess. And um, his um, mother got a hold of me, I think, actually. Or got a hold of Morgan, someone. Um, and she just asked that people kind of, you know, send out the good vibes and the prayers and stuff for him to uh, to help him recover. Because, you know, I, th- I guess it sounds like they only have each other and everything. And um, Nobody likes to see that, right? You don't like to see kids get hurt or be sick or anything. And uh, I don't think they're too far away. And I think I might um, I might try and swing by there and check them out and uh, see how he's doing. But uh, if you guys could do that, uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, when you're when you're grown up a little more, you know, when maybe 16, uh, it's sick, a mature, I was a mature 16-year-old, I would say, like mentally, you know. I could handle serious shit probably by the time I was 16, at least, or at least to, the, uh, to the level that's... 17 maybe well they let me join the army at 16 17 right so and then then we'll you know <laughs> train you up but until then you know kids got to be kids man they got to grow they got to be uh live their lives and and develop as normally and as happily and as safely as they can and i try to i would try to sp- i mean people ask me about that with my own kids i'm like no they don't know fucking nope let them be kids just let them be kids. That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do as parents. Like, this isn't... What do you want them to do about it? Also be stressed out about all the fucking problems that there are? No, that's not for them to worry about, man. They're worried about, like, Batman and, you know, this kind of stuff. And it's your job to protect them. And that's how you protect the children. That's how you save the children. You do that by showing up for them. Not, you know, traveling around in some fucking narcissist carnival. A lot of homeschooling would be good too. That's what that's one of the things people should be doing. They're teaching crazy shit in these schools. Get together in your town. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that also are like, "Yeah, this is fucking wild." Uh, find all those people, collect them, decide like, can we run like a homeschool community amongst ourselves? Is that possible? Do we have the resources to do that? Can we get the resources to do that? Identify a couple of people that want to do it. And like, hey, between the fucking 10 families or whatever you can manage to find, we'll just run our own homeschool program amongst ourselves. <laughs> we'll take turns, you know, and we'll teach the kids and that'll be them. Or they can grow up in crazy land. If you want. Because there's some things being taught in there. If it ever loads. That's not it. Where the hell is this fucking thing? I mean... Uh, Students in grades 6 to 8 are invited to join lunchtime Zoom calls every Thursday, November, to discuss navigating transition. Grade 6. Being trans and gender diverse, dealing with transphobia with a man named Todd Elliott. Did you miss the point that it's optional? Like, they don't... Dude, these people are not fit. I shouldn't even have to explain to you what the problem is here. You don't even... It went, Did you miss the point that it's optional? Did you miss the point that it's grade six? 
Yeah, look at Chanel's response. Hi, Jen. I offered your kids drugs. Don't worry. It was optional. Completely clueless, these clowns. This is what's going on in these schools. Instead of throwing a, oh, well, that would be work, right? People would have to plan their days around that. They would have to, like, find a location everyone could access, or we just go into each other's houses. Is there a building we could rent? Who's going to be running the schooling program? Who's going to be teaching? Who's going to be grading? And how are we going to make sure it's fair? And how are we going to, oh, geez, that sounds like a whole lot of work. I think I'd rather just scream about it instead. Yeah, so I don't have a lot of sympathy. That's, this is how it works, guys. You want, to, you want things to happen? You need to do hard work. You can't just yell, freedom, in the parking lot and be drunk. Doing things like this then, you know, has strengthened you and your immediate community and all these families. You're all a team now. That's the get here. Instead of looking at it like, oh, man, i got to do all this work. Like, do you understand what you stand to gain from these kinds of activities and efforts? And being able to demonstrate like what you're willing to do for your own children. That they'll certainly grow to appreciate when they're older and grown up. Think, man, my parents did that for me. Nah, it's a lot of work, bro. Oh, okay. I guess. Put them in the system. It's great. Maybe they can be, you know, beat up by a trans kid. This is a this is a trans woman. This is a man and having a ment- uh, I don't know whether are they 15, 16, beating up an actual girl in school. Just Bitch. Yeah, that's that well, what a sweetheart, huh? This is school now. Right? Is that your daughter? Somebody's kid. Yeah, you were just violently assaulted in the halls of your school where you're probably going to be scared to go back to for the rest of the time you're there. That's all that happened. That's all that happened. There's nothing wrong with this school system. These people are crazy. Oh, really? Well, from elementary... To grade seven in South Surrey, they're being taught the gender alphabet. Oh. K to three, you got the basics, bi gender, cisgender, demigender. What the fuck is that? Androgender. Hmm. <laughs> fluid. K to seven, guys. Five year olds. To what is what is grade seven? Twelve? How old are you in grade 7? 11, 12, something like that? Horogender. Oh, yes. Tell the fucking nine-year-olds about the horogenders. Horogender. Mm. Intersex. Jerks. What is that one? What? I can't even pronounce that. Bro, it's... Off-gender. It's crazy. We I don't need to see, any, I don't need to see anymore. It goes on for another minute. Like... Have we, <laughs> we shouldn't even have to have these conversations with people. Like, what's the problem? What do you mean? We're so far gone. Like, we can't coexist with these people, obviously. That's just never going to happen. It, this isn't like a minor or moderate disagreement over how to proceed with something. 
this is like a fundamentally objectionable way of life that I simply completely, utterly, and totally refuse at the start line. Absolutely 0% of any of this. No fucking way. No compromise. No, sir. Nope. Well, you're just a big. I don't care what the fuck you say. You're trying to confuse and sexualize little kids. Okay? And when you're not doing that, you're warmongering and slavering Ukraine and get, having millions of people killed. So I'm pretty fucking confident that you're not the person to listen to when it comes to matters over right and wrong. I'm very, very confident that you are sadly mistaken. You are so off base. Now, I'm willing to stake everything on this, okay? Are you? How much do you really believe in this fucking shit that you're peddling? Are you willing to go to prison for that? Again and again. How far are you willing to take this? And the thing is, what mo- what's motivating them is not even... It's not that they believe in anything. They don't believe in this system at all. It's just they're doing what they're told. It's obedience to the cult. But the cult's fuel, oh, it, it runs on hatred, ironically, of you. So it's not that anything you're saying or any of your positions, it's that you are, are hated. They're being programmed to hate you, so they do. And it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter. Like, no facts matter, guys. I showed them that, yeah, they saw the charts. They don't care. Oh, the doctors, they don't care. But I saw that they don't do. They hate you. You don't understand. There is nothing you can ever say or do that they are going to understand. You might as well not even speak. You might as well just be speaking in tongues. They hate your guts. Stop talking to them. Stop trying to waste time. Think about solutions, build things, grow things, because if your power level is that small, you're basically a mouse. How are you, how are you going to, you need resources, you need people, you need teams, you need friends, families, communities, a united people to solve big problems. That, that concern everyone together, that means all of us together must work together at, at a solution. And stop. Ex- these people are clearly not up to the job. They don't give a shit. They're not even trying to fix anything. They don't even care, man. They don't even care at all. There's probably a million people dead in Ukraine, and these assholes can't even explain why. I would bet a lot... Probably not after this because you watch them like, I am challenge accepted after they see it and then go do all kinds of research and then come back. No, no. Have you caught them dead cold right now in the street? Hey, why are we fighting this war? How did this begin? Tell me about 2014. They don't fucking know. Because they don't care. So millions of people are going to die. There's probably already a million dead close to between the civilians, the military casualties, the, you know, probably pushing a million. 
And we paid for it. They don't care. How many people here are dying every day? The murder, the violence, dude, it's insane. It's mental. The rapes, and everything, it's out of control. And the ultimate irony to me was, oh, my God, did you hear McKenzie fucking, he made a rape joke. Oh, my fucking God. There is actually people being raped all the time because of the policies you support that come from these people. And you're going to pretend like you give a shit? And people go, there's no logic there. It doesn't make sense. Because it's not based in logic. It's based in hatred. Everything they do is emotional. It's all based on emotions. Look at their policies. Look at the things they do. Even the way they treat us. Well, we're just going to ban all the things. and sense That will just make it worse. That will increase the resistance. That will demonstrate to everyone that these people are correct. And you are indeed trying to crush dissent. And hurt people because you don't like being criticized in public. I don't care. Oh my fuck! They're 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 ridiculous. They are completely and utterly unqualified to run anything. I don't think they could run a franchise. Like give them over. They give them control over ten different Tim Hortonses and see if they don't run those into the ground in three years. If they could do that, maybe we'll consider giving you a bigger job. But you're like, oh well, I drank a lot with the right people, and my daddy was rich, and oh, I got in with the right when I was in college. So now I should run the country because I've been pilfering it for the last twenty fucking years on government money, your money, tax money, to sit here and do nothing and preside over the lovely situation that they've created for us all. Oh, look and behold at the wonders and all of the joys and fruits of progress, of multiculturalism, of diversity, of progress again. What are we progressing to? Apparently the depths of hell because everything has been getting worse and worse and worse and no one seems to care. They're all just going to pretend like that's not what's happening, but it is. And even, oh my God, they're being murdered in their own homes now by these migrant invaders and crazy people and just defunding the police. These people are getting carjacked. Three different prominent left-wing activists have been murdered in 72 hours. It seems like two of them had direct contact with Scott Adams, so he may have been responsible. I don't know. All I know is I've seen enough from Scott Adams now. He's a powerful man, dude. He somehow, this guy, the Dilbert guy, was the biggest lol cow over COVID you've ever seen. This guy was like, insufferable like absolutely bright like god you you're, you'd have an aneurysm listening to him and somehow he's weathered that storm but he's he's come out against the uh you know diversity is our strength stuff and says just get away just get away from it it's just you don't need it it's a problems it's violence it's fucking just leave just get the fuck away from it now he's like catapult now he's back in the game that he's like leftists that are criticizing his comments about this issue are just meeting an untimely end i don't know if he's the riddler he might be scott adams might be the riddler in real life or something like that he definitely has some gotham city um qualities to him he's deceptively intelligent but also wildly inaccurate at times he seems like he's unstable he seems like a smart guy that had a head injury has escaped the mental asylum And it's very unpredictable. All that being said, well, what else is there to say? They don't give a shit. And I can demonstrate it over and over and over again.
Just too much. Too much to manage. Too many buttons. Nigel says, I must wake up tomorrow at stupid o'clock in order to have time for my pre-work workout. So I'll catch the rest tomorrow while at work. You're up at like 4 in the morning. You're a schizo stair guy. So thanks for what you do, sir. May the Lord Philip bless you. He's getting mad about the sound. Bullock says with the... What is this? U-L-E-Z camera situation in London. Is it vandalism or patriotism? I don't know what that is. U-L-E-Z camera situation in London. What are the, is this like they're putting cameras everywhere and people are destroying them? That's that's based. <laughs> you know? The government needs more surveillance. Oh, yes, because you're clearly using it to keep us safe as fucking people just invade from all over the world and murder our, fe- our people in the street. That's Yep, you're totally of our best interest at heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Jen Steen says, Entropy has forced me to sign in each time now. I have to do all that work just to listen to you make fun of me and hurt my feelings. <laughs> He keeps coming back, so he doesn't, you know, he's got some thick skin. That's good. We can work with that. There's a soul in there. We just have to, we just have to get to it. <laughs> so Vex demises, I'm surprised the PPC hasn't been taken over by Elections Canada goons like what happened to Mel Hertig's party. Well, I don't think they're significant enough yet to warrant that kind of intervention. Like they don't, the thing is when you <laughs> pull a move, let's say, when you're going to do something heavy-handed that's going to, like, there's always a level of exposure, people are going to notice. Someone's always going to notice when you do something fucked up. Now, the game is how many is too many. Like, if a few people notice, like, what are they going to do? Are the wrong people, the right people? Every time you do something, like, you know, freeze bank accounts, that's a big... <sighs> A lot of people notice and go, whoa, what the fuck? They decided that was worth the risk. I think they're a bunch of petulant children and can't stand to be mocked, ridiculed, and disobeyed. I think they fucking, because they're all, they're power-hungry narcissists, so it drives them insane. So that's why, and that confirmed it to me. I was pretty suspicious that's who these people were, but then the, the convoy proved it to me. Make a tyrant, force a tyrant to act like one, guys, right? What happened? They did exactly what we assumed they would. And instead of trying to talk to anybody, they're like, let's just hurt him. Let's just hurt everybody as much as we can, as much as we can get away with. It was all on camera, too. All of Instagram, like all kinds of people saw it. Did CBC tell anybody? No. And everybody was just told a story from the authority, the TV, the talking heads, and the magic trick was done. Because the thing is, the TV, even though no one watches it, they don't care. Because CBC and CNN, and the, I mean, it's it's eroding. It's going away. But it's still perceived as, like, it has some kind of weight and authority. Because, well, I saw it on CBC. Even though no one's reading it anymore. <laughs> no one's watching anymore. Their numbers are in the toilet, and they exist on government funding. But anyway, it, there's still this air of uh, authority to it. And that's all just perception. Perception is power. It doesn't matter if you have power or not. It matters if people perceive that you do. If they believe that you do and they believe you're an authority, guess what? You are. So the way you defeat that is by constantly eroding their authority, by exposing their hypocrisy and their incompetence and their ineptitude at every single turn. And they make it very easy to do. I don't have to look hard or far or long to stack up my browser with so much shit that I could go on and on and on about 
It's like an endless gold mine. I feel like I'm in that heritage commercial. Remember those when we used to have a heritage? Remember when Canada used to give a fuck? How much would this cost? This is what another thing I would do. I'd be like, how much? Hey, what's the Canadian film industry doing right now besides wanting to put guns in their mouths? Make new heritage commercials, like 20. Make 20 ones. They're going to be fucking based and cool and really, you know, lots of national pride and inspiring. And it's especially going to appeal to like to kids and get their imagination going about what they could be and do and how great it could be and how, you know, we've all got their back and all, you know, it's going to be good. And I, what, do they, what do they need? A billion dollars? Give them a billion fucking dollars to make this. No, I'm not kidding. Where am I going to get it? I'm getting it out of the fucking Ukraine money. That's not good. Bring all that back. No, shut that down immediately. That's over. Let me take a look at that foreign aid book, too. I feel like that's a little fucking heavy. What's that? What's going on? What do those numbers look like? Why is China getting money from us? China's getting money in, in aid? Really? China. Is that the, is that the, that's the country with the secret police stations and the bribery and all this stuff, right? Yeah? Yeah, no, stop giving them money, too. Now you're getting $2 billion. Who's having fun? Put Don Cherry back on TV. And if he's if he doesn't make it, he's getting old, you know what I mean? But we're going to make AI Don Cherry. And add put in extra 10% racism, too. He's going to be spicy. And he's going to be a fucking hit. Tweak the algorithm to make him... <laughs> what else? What else? The top 15 positions at the RCMP are all fired effective immediately. It will be replaced internally and expected to perform immediately. Many of them will fail, and they will be fired. Then <laughs> we'll conduct a search for the ultimate super cops, reinstall a badass, awesome culture, and it will permeate downward at an you know like a jackboot, like an iron fist. You will conform, or you will be gone. This is no longer a joke. You're not a fucking joke anymore. Take all the colors and shit down. What is this, a Sunday morning cartoon? You're the fucking police. Oh, you got pink hair. Fired. Get out. Good for you. Oh, you you guys have been eating. Fired, fired, fired. Goodbye. What else do we got to fix? <laughs> oh, man. You know, and the irony is the people that you would actually want to be police would definitely want to join that police force that they would be like well now i'm interested since you're having so many recruiting problems same with the military that's your problem i'm, t I'm telling you what the answers are so you know well how are you though i know not to take experimental drugs from a fucking internet salesman i know that any regrets you feeling good how's your health Stop, stop. Your judgment is bad, okay? Now, do the same in the military. <laughs> and watch it grow. Watch it explode. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think. If the PPC started to become way more popular, and start, they would then just up the gas. They would just turn up the heat and start deploying more and more risk assessment, you know, type strategies. Because it's like... Are you going to, like, the the, alt, the nuke is, like, assassination, which they just did to the AFD. That's your that's your last card. If you're now assassinating your political rivals, pff, it's on now, basically, right? Like, you're you're on the cusp of civil war. Civil war could happen. Everyone's wondering when it's going to be. It could be Germany. 
America or Germany are racing for civil war right now. But you have the German people supporting the AFD as the most popular party, largely by, you know, native Germans against a coalition of communists supported by endless migrant hordes. That's the actual situation. And now that the German people are re- regaining control and poised to like start to step in and might actually take over, we're just going to kill their leader. <laughs> uh, you know, like... Oh, it's a good spirit. Oh, yeah, it just accidentally happened. The newspapers called him a Nazi and a monster, and, they, and they've just been ramping it. That, that, like, this is how they do it now, right? You're, they're not going to have a lone gunman. It's not going to be like that. How they're, how they're, at least for now, because there's no urgency. They don't need to kill you today. It's not like it's do or die. But you just create an environment where you're probably going to get hurt anyway. Like, for example, when I go to a jail in Saskatchewan, which is 98, 99% native gang members and violent criminals, um, if you put in the newspapers in the jail and on the TV in the jail that I'm a white supremacist, you know, 10 or 12 times in the run of a week or two, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to have a problem at some stage, right? You know? So in, in Germany, that's what they do. And they do it. They do it here, out in the open. That's what. That's the actual purpose of things like the anti-hate network. The irony is their their purpose is to drum up hatred against certain people that they've identified that they don't that they're trying to you know shut down. And this way they can go, oh well, I didn't do it. These two, uh, there was two people arrested. They don't know what they had to come up and gave this guy a needle or something. They very easily could have just like. They're just on Twitter, and they're on SSRIs, and they're fucked up, and they're like, we got to stop the the new Hitler! we got to stop! And they just fucking kill him. And everyone's like, oh, geez, look at that, a lone wolf attack. How'd that happen? They're, and pay no attention. They'd say they blame us for this. They say, oh, the things you're doing are inspiring violence. Um, the opposite is true, guys. All the time, every fucking day, the things the people accuse you of inciting violence, they're actually inciting violence every single day, and it's playing out all over the world right now in real time. And people are afraid, well, I don't want to be called names. They're fucking evil, bro. Capital E. (laughs) So what happens when people lose faith in the system and they go, okay, well, if, if we're... And the next move is like they, they rig an election, they shut it down, they suspend the constitution. They do these nuclear option shit where it's risky, where people are like, well, you say it's democracy. This is a risk to a threat to our democracy. Well, what is democracy supposed to be in the in the mind of the average person? It's majority rules. It's, well, there's 10 of us and six of us voted for this, and that's what we're going to do as a group because that's the system we decided we agreed upon. If most of us want to do a thing, we're all doing the thing. That's what democracy is. Okay? Okay. So in Germany, most of the people are now saying, okay, we want to do a different thing now. Now we're doing this thing. And the other people that are in power don't want to let go of it and say, well, we'll just, maybe we'll just kill you instead no and you're going to say that we're the ones that don't believe in democracy the irony that our side is trying to participate and do everything by the book above board fucking you know and even that is unacceptable and we're still winning still winning anyway so they have to resort to these kinds of tactics 
They have to. They're under government surveillance now. They're be, you know having their bank accounts fucked. But like they're just doing everything to stop these people. And even despite all of that, they're still just <laughs> an anti-immigrant rally. Oh no! Why would there be one? There's only endless rapes and murders all over the country. Little kids and stuff. All these parents I told you about with their families, like they're going to get fed up and be pissed off and go, yeah, that's them. I told you this would fucking happen. It will happen everywhere that you do this. Germany has been doing it the longest, so they have progressed the furthest. They are one of the closer countries to the endless hordes, like Italy, which is not doing very good right now. France, Spain, and so on. England's a little behind that. There is the channel. Provides some obstacles. But they're quickly being overrun. And then there's the Atlantic Ocean. We're Canada's somehow in like even though we're the fastest we're the fastest changing demographic in the history of the world and we have no neighbors. <laughs> Guys, fucking think about that for a second. Oh, it's great so many people are coming here. How are they getting here? How are all these poor refugees and migrants getting here? Where did they come from? Because if they're in Germany, well, they came from... They're literally surrounded by other... All of Europe is like that. You could walk for a few days and go through six different countries. Canada has water, water, water. The Arctic rushes far away. And, oh, there's America. So how is it that half of Ontario looks like India? <laughs> What's happening? How? What is happening here? This was a natural choice. We're just going to go on the other side of the world. Oh, and we're going to install like a little ethno enclave, call it Khalistan, and make demands of the government that they support us in our missions of, you know, elsewhere abroad, back in India. They're basically a government in exile, is what the Khalistani people think they are. They believe they're the rightful rule. Let's be honest. They're the rightful rulers of India. Like they should be in charge. We want our own fucking. And the Indian government, get out. You're terrorists. Stop killing people. So they're just hiding out here. And building their power base here now, bringing people here to increase their power and influence here, using our government as a uh, you know utility to advance their agenda back in India. And guess what? All of Canada is paying for it. That too. We're not getting taken advantage of at all. No way. Oh, what else? <laughs> you know, and they've, they've great contributions. In case you guys haven't seen, uh, eight individuals today charged with firearm-related offenses in Brampton. Uh, they are named Rajanpreet Singh, Jagdeep Singh, uh, Ikamjot Randhawa, Manjinder Singh, Harpreet Singh, Ripanjot Singh, Japanjeep Singh, or Japandeep Singh, sorry, and Lovepreet Sullivan. Oh, no, sorry. Also Singh. Yeah. Huh. Ah, oh, well, I mean, that only happens all the time. So, I mean, that's nothing to worry about. That's only constantly. <laughs> What you need to worry about is how we're going to stop these Nazis. This is the guy that's being hauled away in fucking ambulance. Just stabbed with a needle. Like, that could be anybody. And this just happens. It's like, oh, well. Oh, well. We're just going to take that, too, I guess. People will get will get tired of this. How's Ireland doing? Let's check in on the Irish. How's, how's it going? I've always wanted to visit Ireland. No, Ireland. No, no, this is Aleppo. I meant like Dublin or... Oh, this is Ireland? Whoa. How'd that happen? 
How, how long has this been going on? I thought this was a conspiracy theory. Remember, remember when Angie said that's a conspiracy theory? And I'm just trying to rile people up because I'm racist? They're not moving millions of people in en masse, and they're not going to take over. They're just going to somehow fill the spots that you're in, and you're going to, you know, go somewhere else. <laughs> Do the, Guys, it's not hard. Just think about it. Just go in a quiet place and just think about it. Play it out in your head where all this ends, like how this is going to work. Millions every year. Not enough houses, not enough jobs, not enough money, not enough anything. Million more, million more, million more. Oh, look, they're all in their 20s and 30s. How old are you? 50, 60? How many sons you have? Oh, geez, only one? How many does he have? None? Huh. You're really a fucking number, dude. Already. Hopefully they don't start, you know, organizing because... There's literally no one to stop them. The military's gone. The police are gone. What do you think about that? Have you thought about this? Has anyone thought about this? There's millions of men just being imported. We don't have very many of our own. Soon they will outnumber us. They're all being taught to hate us. And uh, I don't think that sounds like a very good situation. Maybe worth thinking about. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's something that we have to point out too, as well. Not yet, con- Jimmy. Oh, that's not Jimmy Dore. That's somebody using a show. This is a German, yeah, an NGO. I've seen this bouncing around. Non-government organization, but Alex Steyer, co-founder and head of the Mission Lifeline. So these, this is the NGO that does the rescue, the ships that bring everybody to Europe from Africa into Germany. Steyer told Al Jazeera that his Jewish faith guides his charity. In 2022, he tweeted his NGO work is motivated by his desire to dehomogenize Europe through mass migration and mix them out. Did he? Because at some point... There will be no more white bread because in 50 to 100 years, your descendants will, apparently unlike you, choose a partner who is not white. The the dehomogenization of society is progressing. I support this with my work. He says, because we want it that way. We have the upper hand. The fun of life of white bread will soon be over. You know what he means by white bread. (laughs) He means you. Cool. That's neat. But, you know, don't. So there's just government, you know, non-government organizations. They're just. And and where do these NGOs get their money? NGOs get money from governments often many times. (laughs) Just imagine reversing everything about these things. We're just going to fucking, you know, Africa's just too black, guys. Have you seen Africa? She's pretty dark. Pretty dark, not very diverse, pretty gross, pretty gross. We're going to go ahead and clean that up. We're going to get rid of a lot of that. We're going to dehomogenize that, and we're going to just flood it with white people until they're just uh, really insignificant and kind of displaced and gone. Okay? All right. All right. That's, uh, you know. Hey, it's reparations, guys. It's reparations. Remember all those suicide attacks and bombings and stuff in Europe and all the rape? No, man, this is reparations. 
because you was colonizing. Remember when you was colonized Europe? When you was coming over, when you was Kangs and you had fucking boats of 100 men and fighting age males and just coming into the cities of Europe and raping and killing and creating crime syndicates and blowing shit up and shooting people and invading office buildings and killing cartoonists and attacking hosp- you know, theaters full of people, killing hundreds of people, soccer games, blowing shit up, beheading people, raping people, killing kids in parks with knives, all that. So no, man, it's reparations because you was colonizing my people, homie. And since I'm French now, where's my... I don't have a dog. We'll hold Larry. There's reparations for the French people. I'm holding a bird. Do you know what this bird does? Do you know what happens if I press on his head? This, for only reasons the French people would understand. This is how they launch nuclear weapons in France. They have a bird that they touch, and that's the signal. We'll nuke your cities. What do you think about that? <laughs> don't make us build crazy weapons, because we can do that. Don't don't motivate people. Don't motivate people that are good at hurting hurting you to hurt you. I wouldn't. That just seems silly. Oh, you know. Don't be racist, guys. Let let the endless death and carnage of, you know, Europe and the rest of the world continue. Coming to a town near you. We're just a few years behind. Wait, wait. Just wait. Diversity is our strength. No, it isn't. It's um creates division by by you know, in its inherent nature of what it does. You have one homogenous people. It's like, well, now you don't. Now you have two different ones in the same space or three or four or five. Huh. Are they going to compete and fight with each other over the resources? Yes. Yes, they will. Hmm. Seems like it's almost guarantees violence. Yeah. Yeah, it does, actually. Seems like people should have known this or would have known this. They did. They did. They did it anyway. And uh, they're doing it on purpose. All very troubling, you know? Doesn't paint a nice picture. Um, Plutonimus has put small pipi le pure in a giant milkshake machine. Turn machine on and shake until it retires. I'm trying to find the French accent. I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> it's in and out. It's in and out. It's been a while. I gotta watch some nefarious French characters. There's not many, right? When's Napoleon coming out? <laughs> that movie better be good or I'll... I mean, let's be honest. I'm gonna, like, what, what, freak out? No, I'm not. I'm just going to go, figures it would be gay, and that would be it. I really won't care if it's not good. But I'll be my, I'll be minorly disappointed because I have so few things to look forward to anymore. So, oh, well, it's probably subvertive. But fingers crossed, you know. Waljitsu uh, says, Guns N' Roses, One in a Million is the song. Oh, sorry. He says, I messed up the lyrics. It's actually... <laughs> The, pol- the lyrics of the song are actually police and niggers get out of my way. Is it really? I'm not familiar with this song. I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan, but that's mental. If they- Yeah, when, th- when would that have been? Late 80s? Mid 80s? <laughs> Wild. Soon you won't even be able to refer to the 80s. Any reference of the 80s will be considered hate speech, and your mouth will be stapled shut. 
They will send men to your house and they will staple your mouth shut. Littlefoot says, Jedi Robert Stack, you went full gray man. I know. I, the, I'm normally not gray man. They always know where I'm at because I'm too loud and obnoxious. But that on that day, I fucking rose to the occasion. I successfully went invisible in front of the sergeant major. Or I'm just telling myself that because he was just too tired to do any more, you know. He crushed enough souls that day. Um, Terroristus domesticus caucasianus. Says, are you talking about Chief Warrant Officer Bartlett? He can smell your fear and takes a year off your life every time he looks at you. I, too, did some shaving in the car and extra duties. Three RTRs a hoot. I don't think it was Bartlett. I can't remember this guy's name. I wasn't there very long. And he wasn't there very long. He had a heart attack, I think. Not from, I think, just like... I, I who am I thinking of? Fuck, I, can't, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. I, I remember Bartlett, though. I don't think that's him. Or I've, I didn't work for him directly, but I'd heard stories and I'd seen him around. <laughs> around. There's, there's certain characters throughout the regiments that are like boogeymen that if you hear they're coming to your unit or you're going to theirs or whatever, and you're like, oh, God, no. You know, it's like, I've heard about this guy. Let's see it. Let's see the fucking, yeah, he's a fucking psycho, lunatic, crazy. You were great. Yeah, good. And you have all these stories in your head about crazy shit they've done. You're like, fuck. People get reputations in the army and they follow you for your whole career. Be careful. That's why it's so important not to be a weak little bitch. You do that too many times, you're fucking burned forever. Your 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 hockey card that would actually be more legitimate. Somebody make a deck of hockey cards for the battalion. It's got all your fucking scores and PT scores and your PWT stats and everything on the bottom. Your fucking PER scores. Hmm. Your top three fucking most exotic courses you have. <laughs> That's so funny because we would literally trade men. I sat in on a conversation once when I was I was a private and I was just, I don't know what I was doing. I was literally probably holding someone's sandwich just there like, you know. And my buddy Tom was a, was a mass corporal at the time, I think. And they, and they were like going back and forth like, hmm. I'll give you I'll give you Sagar if you give me McMillan and Pierce. <laughs> you know? And he's like, no, 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 I don't want him. Give me fucking and they're going back and forth, and Tom's like, they're not fucking hockey cards. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I thought it was funny, but it was like they kind of are though. That's kind of that how it works. So these hockey cards could exist, and that would actually be very useful around the battalion. People would know. They'd be like, who's coming over? From what platoon? And you're like, let's see. Oh yeah. Iron Man. Twice. Not bad. Okay. What this one? Oh, this guy sucks. What are we going to do with this? Oh, fuck him. No, send him back. No, trade. That's a bad trade. We're not doing that. <laughs> these are real conversations that people had. There's uh, And these guys are like, I've probably been one. I've definitely been one of these people. You're just sitting there in the hallway. I wonder how long I have to wait out here. Meanwhile, like somewhere else in the building, there's three men arguing about you and making fun of you at the same time. <laughs> you know you're oblivious, you know? <laughs> oh good times guys <laughs> i didn't know you were there too man that's cool he's tdc is now because this is a long name tdc got him they're everywhere device is everywhere at all jenstein says signed my kids up for boxing training today dope boxing rules there's another guy uh he's from around here not like here. He's from Cape Breton. Ryan Rosicki is his name. I don't know if I've ever talked about him. I saw him fight a couple times. This guy's a fucking monster. He was only like 5-0, and 0, I think, the first time I saw him. 
But it was like, you can tell some guys are just on another level. They've got another speed, and this guy's a killing machine. <laughs> and he's fucking knocking out everybody. He's done eight fights with, he's a cruiserweight, so he's fighting heavyweights when no one else, because no one will fight him because he's too scary. And I believe, like, you know, people say that, oh, they ducking me, man. I'm like, no, they are legitimately scared of him. They, they should be. He's got 19 fights, 18 wins, 18 knockouts, <laughs> or, nine, or 17 knockouts. I think there's only one person that's ever fought him that didn't go away in a, hos- in a hospital fucking ambulance. <laughs> like, you get knocked out, you need to go to a hospital, have an exam, you're concussed, like you're fucked up, right? And that happens to everyone he fights, except one guy. <laughs> and eight of them were heavyweights, right? So, fuck. Interesting. That's cool. I, I love boxing. I think it's great. I think it's a good sport. Until you, you know, get brain damage and stuff. That, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Try not to. You got to know. You got to know when it's time to put it away because you're going to get hurt, you know. Um, but, yeah. I wonder. He, and anyway, that guy, he just won a title the other day. He won a WBC title. I think he's like ranked like number 10 or 11 in the in the world in WBC anyway. <sighs> I look forward to his next execution. <laughs> I hope it's on. I And I didn't see it. It was on pay-per-view, but I didn't have it on the. Uh, I wasn't here. I didn't get to see it. Now I don't know what happened. He won, obviously. Knocked the guy out. Some guy from Cleveland. Good night. Bye-bye. There was one fight he had where um, this this guy was cut bad. And I think, I can't remember how the story went, but you could tell. on the If you go look him up, R-O-Z-I-C-K-I is his name. Ryan. And he's like, his whole eyebrow is just fucking off his head. Like, pretty savage cut, right? Like, as soon as this round's over, the fight's over. The doctor's going to stop this forever. It's over, right? So he knows that, and I think I don't know if his corner yelled that at him. He's like, "Bro, you have to knock him out, or you're gonna like you've only got two minutes." So he's like, "Oh, okay," and he just fucking knocks the guy to the ground and fucking kills him. Like, all this guy had to do was survive the round, and he would have won the fight on a technical knockout. And he's like, "No, I don't think so." Ding, die. You know? <laughs> he fucking looks like it. You ever see a guy? I've watched a lot of punches and people get punched and been punched and punch people and all that. But every there's some guys that can punch and that are just like. You know, you're like, that's fucking gross. You know, there's getting punched and then there's like, that should be illegal, man. Like, why are you able to hit that hard? <laughs> this is one of those people. You're like, yikes. They fought out the first guy I saw him fight. He fought a Mexican guy and the guy just quit after the first round or the second round. I can't remember. He just stayed on the tool. He's like, no, I, no, habla. no, no mas. I am not going back out there, man. No, fuck this. This guy had like 50 fights. He's like just one of these guys they just throw in to fight anybody. He's like, I'm not getting killed for this. You know, he like refused. <laughs> he took a couple shots and was like, nope. Good night. That's that's enough. Yeah. No, no. Alejandro is finished. He's going home. He's going home tonight to his wife. I'm not getting killed from this fucking 26-year-old murder machine from Sydney, Nova Scotia. I'm not... <laughs> I don't care. I'm just share. I find it amusing. I think it's cool. Cool story. Great fighter. You know, kind of home area guy. I'm trying to share share with you some joy. The joy of violent people doing awesome things. <laughs> What's next? Yeah. Anyway, Jensi says Cirque wife was like, "What?" My response: Do you want our boy to chop off his dick at twelve? Well, it teaches you humility. It teaches you discipline, focus. It teaches you how to deal with pain and overcoming physical pain, mental pain, emotional fear like there's so many good things that come out of a boxing program for especially young boys that it's like it's required and in, in, in my opinion <laughs> i wish i'd done it i didn't get into it till later in life but like me and my, my kid's mom are both like oh they're doing all of that shit like right away oh yeah five years old throw them in let's go and they don't have to do by the time they do that by the time they're 16 17 it's like they'll fucking murder anybody anytime they want they're just and then you have that confidence throughout the rest of your life 
that you know what you're doing. You know, it's not your first rodeo. It's going to be harder to push someone like that around and intimidate them. Like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to punch me. In the- I've been punched in the face hundreds of times. Like, I don't. And I'm pretty good at it too. So I don't know if I'd want to go down that road if I were you. So that's a whole aspect of their life, especially as a man that you, they don't even have to worry about anymore for the most part. What a gift to give to your son, right? I was, I'd envy those guys. I'd be like, man, they're like 17, 18, 19. There was one kid who had like, he was like a fucking, he was like 19, but he would just, fuck, he was like a world-class fighter already. And I was like, that must be nice, you know? So just everywhere you go, it's like, I could kill anyone in here with with no problem. <laughs> Well, no less stress. Like somebody tries to intimidate you, you're going to be like, that's not going to work because you know that this is not going to go well for him. And it teaches you humility because you're going to, you can't get good at something without getting beat up a few times, right? It's going to teach you humility and stuff too. Respect, you know, it's a, it's great, you know, girls, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm not a girl. I can't, I can't say ask the moms what they think, but there's, there's lots of women too that benefit a lot from it for the same reasons. Um, Sergeant Rock says, what scares me the most is the parents that, oh, and f- 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 actually, what am I talking about? One of the craziest fights I saw recently was a woman's fight. It was that, uh, Amanda something, oh, fuck, the blonde chick, she's like 40, she's crazy. She was a crazy maniac. She did like cage fighting and stuff too. And, uh, whoever the women's champion is, this Venezuelan woman, I think. And it was just a fucking, <laughs> it was wild. I thought one of them was going to get killed, but it, uh, it was pretty good. Anyway. Uh, Sergeant Rock, what scares me the most is the, is that the parents that seem to be just fine with the BS being taught to any kid or their own kid, the fuck is wrong with people? I don't think they are fit to raise kids. They're so spiritually demoralized that they don't even realize anything's wrong. They're just like numbed out, you know? Like they don't feel anything, I don't think. They're just barely alive on the inside. They just kind of go from, you know, current thing to current thing. They're literally like NPCs. Like, they behave like NPCs, and I wonder if it's just, like, they have no instinct on their own. They have no sense of themselves or the world, and they, they can't tell on first glance, or they have no gut feeling. They, they don't have anything like that. It's just gone. It's just, what? Just tell me what to say. They just, you got a link, bro? I just need to have someone else tell me what to think first, and I'll just repeat that and carry on, because, like, that's how easy it is. That's crazy. A lot of people are like that. Whatever, I saw it on TV, I learned it in school. Like, oh, so must be good to go. Just blind faith and obedience in people that just said so, right? That's never gone bad for anybody in history. Never think for yourself. That's terrible. That's terrible advice. Just do what you're told unquestioningly, forever. No one will ever take advantage of you if that happens. Never. Definitely not the state. Chelsea says um, that she just listened to Canada Poly state that it's not okay to rip native kids from their families and indoctrinate them against their culture, but it is when it comes to rainbow people and Christian Muslim hetero. Hey, they're teaching them a culture, aren't they? And it's not ours, is it? Hence the, uh, hence the problem. I don't understand what the problem is. We don't believe in any of this shit. Why are you teaching it to our kids? Well, they're going to fucking learn it whether you like it or not. Oh, I don't know about that. You and I are not the same. We're just not. So you don't get a right to teach my kids, right? So this is why people are like, oh, then just get them out. Man up, sack up. What's the situation? Okay, well, they'd be better off being homeschooled. Is Is that a viable option? How can I make that happen? Is there a different school I can take them to? Can I afford a private school? Like, what do you do? Don't just sit there. Oh, I'll share some memes. I'll put a fucking lion profile on my Facebook page 
and I'll put I'll change my name to Freedom Bobby or something. Or I'm I've seen a guy he put King in front of his name. He goes around calling himself King. King Nathan, what the fuck is his name? Who cares? Like Jesus Christ, man. There's people that get mad at me when I do that. Like, don't say that. That takes it. They get really upset if you say Jesus Christ. My that's been around my whole life. My grandfather said it's just you know it's a turn of phrase. Don't get bent out of shape. Nobody's nobody's trying to slander your God. All right. It just rolls off the. You can't you can't say you know how oh, honeysuckles. You know that just doesn't. Feels like there's some power behind it, you know? I'm saying it like, Jesus Christ, when he hears about this, you know? That's well, that's what I meant, right? Jesus fucking Christ, when he finds out what you just did. Oh. <laughs> that's what I meant, right? Is that okay or is that not okay? I don't know. I don't care. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm going to create my own sect of Christianity now. <laughs> People are doing it all the time. It's called an expansion franchise, all right? Get over it. All right, sometimes they fight wars and kill each other over it, all right? But, uh, guys, I think it's time. I think it's time. Because um, I've seen what your Pope is doing, and I don't know, man. So I'm going to ask you again. Maybe I'm just going to create my own splinter group of Christianity. Phillips involved because because apparently nothing matters anymore. This is just the Vatican. There's some kind of weird. What in the fuck? That throne room he has, by the way, is one of the scariest fucking rooms in the world I've ever seen. Oh, this is totally. Oh, this is good. Oh, he's throwing hula hoops over people's heads. He's playing carnival games. The Pope is playing carnival games with carnies right now, and you're mocking my. Splinter religion idea? Your guy's playing hoops with carnies. What is that? What is that? Some kind of gay dance team? What is this? Why are they just sitting there? Like, is this an... Oh, this is an ancient Christian ritual, isn't it? That's... Okay, they're... This is the... the, the Where's Saxon? Saxon, this is... What, what is that thing that they do before Thanksgiving? This this is the ancient tradition. This goes back to the the Knights Templar, doesn't it? I think something about honoring the fucking. <laughs> and you're mad at me for saying that? Come on, everything's out of control, guys. You got to lighten up a little bit, or you're not going to make it. Uh, Man on the mountain says, "How'd the worldwide emergency broadcast work out today?" I didn't hear shit. Me either. I didn't pay attention. Everyone's like, "Dude." The internet was retarded. All the schizos again. I'm just like, <laughs> they do this all the time. Every two weeks, there's the end of the world. There's something that's happening. And oh, at four or two o'clock, we're all going to. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like literally going out and getting a sandwich. <laughs> I don't care. Dude, it's, they're, gonna, they're both, all these countries are doing emergency broadcasts at the same time. And shit's going down, man. Mmm. Roy. Mmm. Mmm. All right, well, I'm going to the gym. Go to, have fun with your, uh, you know, whatever you're doing. Are you winning, son? You know, <laughs> have fun with your game, whatever it is that's happening. <laughs> Piss them off, too. I'm just... I don't know why so many people hate me. I just walk around e-slapping people left and right. 
I'm going to get shot in the back of the head one of these days. I'm going to be just, I'm going to be like, I figured that was coming. I'm not even surprised. That'll be, that'll be my fucking death mask. <laughs> On the way down. Yeah. Obviously, right? I mean, obviously. And we all know who's done it. <laughs> uh, Donkey says, I was in a semi-pro Ukraine room chat. Semi-pro Ukraine. Oh, pro, like, okay. And I say semi because I wasn't booted for saying no war, but they think democracy versus totalitarianism. But our democracy is devolving into mob trash mentality. Ukraine is a totalitarian government. <laughs> Ukraine has banned all other political parties and suspended elections indefinitely. He is Emperor Zelensky, in fact. Did you not know this? Does no one, does no one know this? Look it up. You don't believe me. I enjoy making these people look stupid. I wouldn't say it if I wasn't pretty sure it was true. There's no elections in, in Ukraine anymore. There's no political parties in Ukraine. Journalists are being jailed and killed. It's full. It's like the Soviet Union. And you're like dumping money in. Worried about democracy. Jesus. Like, at what stage is there... Here's a, here's a serious question, pro-Ukraine, Slava-Ukraine people. Is there anything that Zelensky or the Ukrainian armed forces or the Is there anything they could do that would be over the line for you? Because um, I don't think there is. Because they've already done everything. Indiscriminately killed civilians, ethnic cleansing, terrorism, rapes. Yeah. All of that. Mass killings, mass graves. Yep, yep, yep. Jailed journalists. Again, put people in prison. Political outlaw. Political dissent is outlawed. You know, assassinations of rivals. Consolidation of power. Extreme corruption. Money laundering. Uh, people are starving. Mass conscription into the ranks of the military, which is increasingly being used just to protect Zelensky and his regime. Yeah, that's who you're giving money to. So, is there... What do they need to do before you go, all right, I'm out? What 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 would that look like? Does Ukraine have to, you know, nuke Hawaii? Like, what, what has to happen before you go, I object to supporting these people anymore? I And, and that's if they were our next-door neighbors. Never mind, this is on the other end of the world and has nothing to do with us at all. And this is, once again, just rich assholes fighting over money. So we have to die for their for their ambitions, do we? Again, we're doing it again. Cool. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fool me once, and so on. Let's talk about it for a second, because um, actually, I found a clip earlier from somebody on Jimmy Dore's channel. But uh, he's, uh, you know, because I've been going on about it for so long all the time, and it's like, let's just hear from somebody else for once, all right? Let somebody else talk for a minute. Uh, our Congress is over there fighting to give uh, more money to Ukraine in their money laundering scheme. We're seeing this all over the place. This is from TFI Global. 17,000 troops gone, 10,000 concedes Ukrainian surrender stats revealed. And this has been happening all over the place. So, oh, sorry, let me go here. So Ukrainian troops are surrendering in mass. In recent weeks, a significant number of Ukrainian troops have surrendered to the Russian military, utilizing a dedicated radio frequency established by the Russian armed forces known as Volga. Volga, with a call sign of 
149.200. So in other words, what they're doing, Misha, is they're leaving their radio frequencies set to this dial if you want to sit there and you want to surrender because the Russians know. There's mass surrenders, man. They just did their big counteroffensive this this summer. They got no they actually lost ground and suffered like 50,000 casualties. So, in military terms, this is like one of the most humiliating defeats in history in the history of war. That's what you're that's what we're talking about. And there's no morale. They're completely broken. Everyone just wants to, like, they'll do anything to end this now. And, again, you Slava people who seem to care so much, I'm sure you're going to volunteer when it's your turn, right? Because you care about the Ukrainian people so much, you just need to keep giving them money so they can keep dying. You've got such a big heart, right? That you've spent... No time investigating any of this at all and learning about this at all. You just were you were satisfied that the liars that lie about everything were telling you the truth about this, though. The Russians see these videos of the Ukrainians going out there, grabbing these kids or mm -hmm. grabbing these adults or grabbing these Ukrainian citizens and throwing them to the front line. They don't want to fight anymore. They know what's going on and they're compassionate about it. People are saying, why hasn't Russia won this war yet? Because they don't want to wipe it off the, the face of the planet, Ukraine. Yeah, they they look at the, these people as their brothers and sisters, and they're trying their best to just eventually win the war without destroying the infrastructure of Ukraine. Exactly. Because they'll have to, like, that's of nobody's benefit. They don't want a fucking train wreck, refugee nightmare calamity next door. Like, they're hoping to just <laughs> get some different people in charge over there that aren't out of their minds and fucking, like, do this with a, causing as little damage as it is necessary. Because... If the Russians want to just destroy that fucking country, they definitely can. They're choosing not to. And it's disgusting what the United States are doing. We haven't lost one American life, but the Ukrainian lives, that's okay. Russia has more compassion for the Ukrainian citizens than the Americans do. We're using them that's as true. pawns. We don't care about the blood spilled. The frequency was set up during the summer and has been actively used by over a thousand, a ten thousand Ukrainian servicemen who subs uh, subsequently, uh, sub subsequently surrendered. Subsequently, sir, my goodness, surrendered to the Russian cu custody. Excuse me, the radio. I I don't know. You say excuse me, but I don't know if I want to. What do you guys think? Was that over the line? I'm I'm getting. I don't know. I'm a little offended. He fucked that word up so bad. The frequency is operational along the entire front line. The surrendering of Ukrainian troops utilizing the Volga frequencies are reportedly well-fed and received yeah. necessary... They're always going to say that, but... You ready? What's this? Oh, this is a Ru Russian propaganda video about all the people that surrendered. And they'll say, oh, these people are all forced to say this. The Russians, of course, they're going to force them. I really don't think that's the case. Everything that I've seen is this tracks. There's no reason to believe this wouldn't be true. There's been mass desertions. I've seen that. I've seen commanding officers of Ukrainian units throw grenades at their own men for refusing to go out on, on missions. I've seen... You know, them, there's videos of them just selling weapons out of the backs of trucks to fucking random sketchy guys. And, like, they're staging, um, you know, 
victories that didn't happen and like it's just totally fucked over there like it's a complete shit show and these people are and they're uploading their own videos from their helmet cams and stuff and they're just like i'm gonna die and they're trying to get them to their family it's so horrible never in human history has this happened do you what these people are going through right now is fucking horrific like i'm i'm saying like they get killed and they get a hold of their phones and stuff and then you've got the enemy taunting your family and showing them pictures of your dead body and cutting their dick off and they're sending them to their wives and their girlfriends and parents and shit like that. Both sides. It's just completely ru- So the psychological warfare aspect of that and they're sending these videos. They're like, you know, in real time watching their family members get killed. They're being bombed and fuck, I'm going to die. I hope I get back but I don't think so. Fuck. End of the video. Yeah, he's dead. Right? That never you used to at least just get a letter in the mail or some people would come to your house and kind of no it's like no this is how you're going to find out in the most horrifying way possible. Uh, yeah, no one's no one's having a good time over here, guys. This is the this is a disaster. This is a human tragedy and calamity that we're paying to make sure keeps going. Why is that? Because we have to stick it to Putin. We have to stand up to Putin. What does that mean? Why? His troops are in Ukraine because the people that you paid in Ukraine are mass slaughtering people all over the eastern part of Ukraine. And now you're giving them missiles to point at the Russians on their front door. Gee, I can't believe they invaded. That's so crazy. Aren't they so unreasonable? Like, I feel morally obligated to say these things, so there's there's no excuse for me personally. Because I know these things, I've seen these things, and it's like, if I don't say them, like when I have a, I'm able to, at least to some people, a few thousand anyway, what kind of fucking person am I when this comes up to be like, I don't know, fucking get him. It's a fucking massacre, dude. And now they're just surrendering in way. So I don't know how much longer this is going to go on. I. It seems like any minute they're going to fucking just break their back. And they could, but they just haven't because it'll kill a ton of people that don't need to die. This is the thing. The Russians are showing them mercy. They were beaten a year ago, man, a long time ago. It's obvious. They can't fucking possibly win. And the Russians are just holding the knife over them like, come on, man, stop. Stop. Stop it. And they're like, eh, eh, clawing at him. He's like, fucking dude. Stop it. Stop this. Spitting in his face. Fuck you. Eh, clawing at him. It's like, you can't. I'm going to do this until you get tired. That's, you know, my assessment of what's going on. Because they could easily, the numbers they have, the weapons they have. The, oh, never mind. Fuck it. Storm in. Take Kiev. Let's fucking end this nonsense. Yeah, but you're probably going to kill another 100,000, 200,000 people. You're probably going to lose 50,000 of your own men. And fuck, you know? That's why they're not doing it. Different confirmed sources we've heard. Different people talking about this. Different outlets reporting in it. That they provided a way for Ukrainians to surrender because they understand what's going on the russians and they understand that this you know these people don't want to be in this war right now so many have died gone to the front line 
And uh, I just thought this was really cool, something to report on right now. And it's something that we have to kind of point out there right now because the fact is that our, our government is still fighting to keep funding this war when yeah. it's already lost. Exactly. I think the squad should have to see a lot of mothers and fathers who've lost their children in Ukraine and see what it's like. They've shielded themselves from this shit too long. I think to they should fucking go there and stop hanging out with Bono and acting like it's all a big fucking love fest. Why don't you fucking take some of these celebrities and some of these lawmakers and big shots and badasses? Why don't you drag them out to a fucking field hospital behind the line? Why don't you show them show them what it smells like? Here, you could sleep there in the corner next to the screaming guy. Screams a lot. <laughs> Try not to get killed in the night. There are Russian commandos running amok. Killing, they're really, uh, they're pretty good, it seems. They are not getting caught. They're doing a lot of fucking damage. That dude, that uh, where is it? I have to go through my old Telegram files. But that five man crew. Uh, oh, do you have Chris Kyle? That's cool. I think those five guys have killed like three hundred people by themselves. <laughs> anyway, name Vladimir Putin. Meanwhile, Vladimir Putin is getting a J just from what I've seen on video. So it very well could be much more. Huge approval rating in his country because so many people wanted him to get involved because they saw ethnic Russians getting slaughtered in the Donbass. So it's just a, a, a sad situation, but at least we see an avenue where the Russians are allowing the Ukrainians to surrender peace. Anyway, I thought it was cool of them to talk about that. Not a lot of people do. The anti-war stance is always unpopular because the war is always pro by the state because the people that run our states love to fight wars because they make lots of money doing it. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. And it's helpful to, like, I'm not the only person saying this, right? It may seem like that. I'm, I think I'm the only person in Canada saying these things that I'm aware. I mean, besides the people we know, but, like, outside of our circles, like, who, all you see is Ukraine. I'm like, do you even know what's going on, man? Do you have any fuck? It's literally my duty as a countryman and a human being to inform you that you're you're supporting one of the craziest crimes against humanity I've ever heard of. War is completely contrived, completely our fault. And like he said, we're using these people as our pawns. Oh, well, we'll we want to bleed the Russians out of some money and some equipment and weaken them a little bit as much as we can. We'll see if we can. We'll just do that on the backs of a million dead Ukrainians because we care about them so much. We got a Slava. Yeah, you do, don't you? You're just willing to completely throw them, throw them in the oven. And, and the same thing, by the way, hey, Poland, same thing happened to you, by the way. We have to save Poland from the Nazis. That's how World War II started. We had to save Poland. How'd the war end? Poland did not get saved. Once the Germans were defeated, like, all right, that's it. See you later. Going home. Poland's like... Also got invaded by the Soviet Union at the same fucking time. Took half the, they took one half the country. Germany took the other half. But we only fought one of those people. And that was the whole excuse, at least in Canada. The British Empire, which we were a part of, declared war on Germany for the invasion of Poland. We didn't declare war on the Soviet Union. We helped them. We gave them lots of guns and money and food and trucks and airplanes and fucking uniforms, every, anything, everything they needed because otherwise, you know, the Germans were going to beat them and they very nearly did. And if it wasn't for our help and it wasn't for all these massive amounts of material and weapons and ammunition and everything, they would have been beaten. So we helped them and we let them keep Poland the USSR massacres 100 million people. Yeah. Do 
dude, the government said. Oh, did they say? You can trust them. Now Poland's all like, we're going to fuck you, Russia. Like, <laughs> I understand why Poland doesn't like Russia. I mean, that, you know, same with Ukraine. <laughs> all those genocides and stuff, man. I mean, come on, Russia. Did a lot of killing. Pissed a lot of people off. Stay out, stay away, you know. And they're all getting nervous now. And I think that's always bad. When, when weak people are nervous. Oh, uh-oh. All right, let's see what else is going on. Where, where are we at? i am fucking going for a while already. Let's go. Let's do a six-hour stream. Do <laughs> you imagine? People, like, wake up in the morning, like, all right, I'm going to watch. Like, they put on their thing and shit for work, and it's, like, fucking six hours and 90 minutes. <laughs> what the? Yep. Two hours of it is just me playing air guitar, you know? Do you imagine? I just did crazy shit like that all the time. Your audience wouldn't stay very long. Like people don't like being jerked around that much. But every once in a while, I'll definitely fuck with people for sure. Um, it's fun. It's fun for me. Anyway, um, Jenstein says, "Can we do some more?" But yeah, you know what? Yes, we can. We can do right. Jenstein's got the right idea, you guys. Maybe this is something we should do more often. And you might say it's the same thing every time, but it's not the same thing every time because I make all this shit up as it comes into my fucking damaged brain. The sentiment is the same, sure. But you know what? The situation's the same. And I'm just going to have to keep doing this until this country gets its act together, all right? I'm not, uh, I'm tired of sitting around being an observer. Did any of you, did you do anything since last time? You were hoping it was just going to be over. You survived. I wasn't going to do this again. See them? What are you doing? Not any of these things. Can you even do any of these things? I don't know what any of those C, C4. I don't, one, two, three, four. I don't know what that means. The four C's. The only C4 I know about is explosives, but maybe they're using C4 on those rock climb. I don't know, but I do know that a rock climbing slash mining demolition C4 adventure with your friends is way more based than video games and jerking off. Guy, guy in a wheelchair playing tennis. Not only is he outside in a wheelchair, he's playing sports at the same time. He probably has three... He's probably having sex with your girlfriend. That guy in the wheelchair right now. And this was years ago. He's got to be 60 by now. You're getting cocked by a 60-year-old guy in a wheelchair from the Body Break commercial. Are you going to get cocked by the wheelchair Body Break commercial guy? What are you doing? Don't think it can't happen. Look, the sun's going down. All day. These people are out all day. Even that baby got some fresh air. Can you even breathe? It's a lot of cheese. Seems like the cheese would clog. All right. Fat shaming complete. All right. Who else? Fucking Hurt Feelings Club. That's uh, Rosicky, that boxer I was talking about. His nickname's The Bruiser. Well, I'm the fucking feelings bruiser. I'm coming for everybody's feelings. I'll make everybody sad. I'll fucking make Santa Claus cry. I'll do it. Ho, ho, nope. Not this year, big man. You're getting on the fucking treadmill. <laughs> I'm demented. When I was a kid, 
I remember doing this. I was like three or four. So to me, based on what I had seen in the world, which was basically just cartoons, to me, this seemed like it could work. But I knew in my head it probably wouldn't. But I was like, this is the best I can do. Uh, my intention was to trap Santa Claus. I created a, a basically a like a like a rope that he would step in, and then, but I I lacked a mechanism to like and then like pull him into the air. I pulled it over a couch, and I'm like, he's gonna see it though. So I put a blanket over it, and I'm like, it's still. And how do I know he's going to walk this way and not that way? I literally worked on this for like an hour. I'm like four years old trying to just invent this dastardly scheme to kidnap Santa Claus and basically just leave him hanging from the ceiling until I got up in the morning so I could ask him some questions and get some shit from him. That's what my that's where my head was at at four years old, okay? That may clear some things up for some people. Anyway, I digress. My mom tells me that story, and I'm like... Yeah, I've already, there's always been something wrong with me. <laughs> Oh, Santa! My brain's like, I I need to know what... I'm going to have a talk with this guy. Let's kidnap him. <laughs> but I also knew it was like, this isn't going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work. I'm like, how would it... I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't know how these, you know, zipline, you know, jungle traps I probably saw on fucking... I don't know. Ninja Turtles. I didn't know how those worked either. So I'm like, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not magic. I don't think it just happens. But maybe... I'm four. I'm like, maybe it does. Maybe for some reason you just step in it and it like tightens like from friction. I don't know. Hmm. Now the the funniest thing about that is like that level of thinking and planning and organization and plotting is about about where uh, the parking lot rest, well, backyard wrestling people are at. <laughs> You're at about my four year old's uh, level of scheming, guys. Stop throwing eggs. What are you doing? All right. Lost Nation says when... And, and, you know, body break, too. What's wrong with you? Lost Nation says when Dagon overthrows North America, we will have ultra-racist-based AI Don Cherry everywhere. He'll he'll just... He'll be delivering all the information. The news, the sports scores, the weather. He's just the face of the country. <laughs> it's like Blade Runner. There's just this giant Don Cherry in a suit in, in like, Dundas Square. Yelling at people. You people are too slow. <laughs> when I was alive, people moved around with a sense of purpose. Taking your time. I've had just about enough. Why is that angry old guy here yelling at everybody? I don't know. It's Canada. It got weird. It went like mega fascist. And now they, I don't know if it's their God. I don't know what this is, but. I don't know. The booze is expensive, too, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know if Americans know this. We pay like seven times what you pay for alcohol. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but it's at least, it's double. Probably double, I think. Um, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Parking lots are the patriarchy, more condos, less workspace, YYZ. That's an ambitious uh, username. You've got a lot. You're putting a lot out there. Parking lots, more condos, less workspace. And which is which one's YYZ? Is that Edmonton? Or is that Toronto? I don't know. Who cares? When did that become a thing, too? 
I'm fucking calling bullshit on this, Instagram people, because you're the ones that fucking did this. When did it become cool to associate your fucking city with your flight, you know, all the Edmonton people? That's Yeg, right? Y-E-G. Fucking Yeg. What are you... It's called Edmonton. It has a name. YYC is Calgary. YY. They'd be in hashtags all the time. You'd see YYZ. And I'm like, is that Toronto? Are you trying to be... Some people would use area code. I'm from the six. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you six? Are you six years old? Uh, uh, so tired of you. <laughs> I don't even have I don't even have the energy for proper insults anymore. I'm just gonna make old man noises. That's why they do that, right, guys? That's why old men do that. You'll just be there and there'll be like some fucking second year college kid talking about oppression and what they learned in social studies and social justice, and they'll be like some of his grandfathers just there. They don't have phones, they just have a book. And he'll just be like, <laughs> I think we better take this conversation in another room, you know. We're gonna go out in the deck, grandpa. <laughs> That's right. The DAG the airport we will have will just be DAG. That's our airport. Which one is it? It's all of them. Whichever one we fucking want to take over. We're terrorists. We'll seize the airport. We'll bring white flags and there won't be anything you can do about it. It's a loophole in the international rules of boomerism. They won't even be able to do anything. We'll just take over an airport. That's crazy, bro. Oh, like taking over the Toronto Financial District? Crazy? Is it? My plan is actually less crazy. It would be less, you know, difficult to do. Probably cause way more disruption and put way more pressure on people. Honestly, let's dissect it. Obviously, terrible ideas. I'm just. This is just the for the fun of the thought experiment, guys. Calm down. I can hear the keyboards going in in, in left wing world already. They're using clips of me now to dunk on people they don't like, and I'm like, that's that's hilarious. It just proves that they're like. They consider they, they they. Why would you use it? Why would you use the clip? Why is it helping you make your point? Because I can make it better than you can. It's an it's a quiet admission of our power levels, and there's nothing they can do about that. All right, where. <laughs> There it is. So now we're going to... Here's... Let's pretend... Oh, we got the plan. This was your plan? This was your plan? The Toronto did... No. No, 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 no. This is not what you do. What you want to do is take over the Toronto airport. Shut that thing down. The economic hub of this country is Toronto. And it needs access to its airport. That's right, Phil. Shutting down the Toronto airport would have a substantial impact on not only the local but national economy. An international airport and one that services many other major airports in Ontario and throughout the country. An airport shutdown of even just 72 hours could have extreme consequences, Phil. That's what I'm saying. And guess what? An airport's got choke points. You can only access an airport from so many directions. It's already fenced off in almost every direction. Once you have control of the airport, it is very easy to defend. Spoken like a true professional, Phil. I took some airports over in my day when I was running drugs for the Nicaraguans down in South America. We don't need to get into our terrorist history, guys. 
We're just trying to do a debrief for the boomers, okay? Please don't mention anything else. It's the killing and the screaming that still haunts me at night. I mean, we needed the money. We had to offload those AK-47s to somebody. And, uh, you know, I, I live with it. I drink a lot. But uh, sometimes I think about it. Back to you, Gun. I wish you hadn't said any of those things. Um, what were we talking about? The air... Yeah, why did that... That's what you should have did. Fucking financial district. Oh, we're going to make them lose money. Hmm. How do we... Da-doy! Also, by the way, that's that's all in. You're going to get the military if you do that. If you shut down an airport, the military's coming to remove you. I'm not kidding. That's like a... That's a sensitive target. The government's not going to let you do that. They're going to fight you. Okay? All right. That concludes tonight's edition of Boomer Fantasy Land, where I'm an action hero in a Bruce Willis movie. Go to the Griff.shop to pay for our definitely future legal fees for inviting sedition and terrorism into the country. They'll they'll get me on something. They're gonna they'll invent a law. They'll invent a new law. If they have to. Huh. I like that show. <laughs> Fucking McKenzie's trying to take over the airport. <laughs> Dude, American flights are coming in that you'd fucking piss off so many people. Fuck. Imagine if you did two. If you did two at one time, the Toronto airport and I don't know, fucking... Calgary and Edmonton are both very often used go-betweens. That would probably really fuck the country up bad. You know, you could probably do it with like a couple thousand people, tops. You wouldn't even need that many. All downtown Toronto? Dude, you need ten or 20,000 men for this. It's crazy. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway. All terrible ideas, but if you were going to do it right, that's how I would have did that terrible idea, but I would never do that because it's a fucking terrible idea. Legal disclaimer, so on and so forth. I have no recollection of the events in question, nor do I have a statement to make at this time. Please refer all forwarding questions to my attorney. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> CRJ says, can you Windex your cam lens? Is That's not blurry. It probably is very blurry. Which one? You can even see. Look, I've got. <laughs> I don't think it's blurry. I think you're just drunk. That's what I think's going on. I think you need to Windex your fucking vodka glass so you stop drinking out of it. You're blind. Because <laughs> unless we're trying uh, a to blur a receding hairline. I No, maybe the back a little bit might be thinning out, but somehow I'm almost, I'm going to be 40 soon. That was the deal. I was like, just let me get to 40. Don't fucking make me a bald 29, 32-year-old. Don't, man, come on. If you're going to do it, wait until I get to 40, and then the process begins. Like, you can still have your dignity. You're like 44 and half bald, but it's like, well, I mean, you know, guys in his mid-40s, it's what happens, right? It's easier to it's easier to go with, you know? You don't want to have it, not this age, you know? And, and if that's what happens, you just got to shave it off, guys. You just got to fucking suck it up and go, I'm a bald guy now, and you got to shave your head and just own it. This The scraggliness, it just, I don't know. I don't know. It makes you look sick or something, you know? <laughs> what's hair? Fogli says, what's hair? I don't know. Something weird. What is the purpose of it anyway? Why? 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 So many questions. 
Sean of the Dead says, I live at the southern tip of Diagonal. Well, it's everywhere and nowhere. It's inside your mind. Uh, he says, had a normie tell me the recent smoke in the air was from the Canadian wildfires. And my eye suddenly developed a severe twitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the smoke from Quebec from months ago is just now somehow blowing downward into Texas, Florida. It goes up. Okay. The jet stream, you can see like the wind patterns are pretty, you know, what do they say? Stat- uh, not static, but like. They go a certain way, you know. It goes left to right and north to south to north. It, it's, it's, smoke's not going to Florida. It's not birds. It's not migrating down there. The smoke is going to go with the wind, which is going that way. Always goes that way. At that altitude, like it just—it's what. It, what do you mean? <laughs> no, re. Oh God, one of these. One of these again. Go fucking suck off Leo DiCaprio, you weirdo. I love environmentalism. It makes me feel superior. I know it does. Um, TDC says, next stop at your Vatican tour, the first annual Holy Papal Drag Show. Yeah. Yeah, that's... They're doing good. Yes. Very proud, the Catholics must be, of that. Glacierful says, there was supposed to be a worldwide broadcast today. Yeah, I don't... No one even cares. I totally missed that. Apparently, I had better things to do, like build shit. Exactly. That's the other thing that's so funny to me is that the government authority of like, all right, guys, we're doing something serious now. No one fucking cares anymore. That's all over. Like, you burned that card. No one's going to take them seriously again. They're going to have a really hard time corralling people in the future like they did over the last few years. They're going to have to really let it cool down for a while or, (laughs) I don't know, it's risky. The risk level is going up. We're turning it up. I'm turning it up. I'm turning up the fucking... Bigotry. Look at that. It's gonna it's gonna break off. Don't do it. Don't make me do it. Uh let's see. Jen Steen says Larry and Zelensky likes a touch of Coke on his butthole. Said Zelensky. Like what? I assume that's true. I just don't care to investigate any further. Like, you know, I just probably. You're probably right. Tarek Johnson and Regian Smith says, firstly, we are one, and secondly, Slava Moldova or wherever. Firstly, we are one, and secondly. Okay. Uh, Quick question. Do you see who is actually donating through the Super Chats, or is it truly anonymous? Good show, and thanks for the research. No, how it works is the username comes up, and the amount comes up, and that's it. If I really had to dig, I I could ask them, and they might be able to provide an email address, but I think uh, that's it. No, it doesn't say... That's it. Whatever's on the screen that you see is all I get, too. Uh, Wal Jitsu says both the president and the prime minister of Ukraine just coincidentally happen to be Jewish. President and prime minister of Ukraine. I think most of his cabinet is, too, isn't he? Aren't they? Or is that the American cabinet? Or is it all of them? Don't know. Don't look. Don't look. It'll... You know, it's illegal. Wal Jitsu says, I even asked the normies, why are Jews running Ukraine? Shouldn't Ukrainians... Shouldn't Ukrainians be running Ukraine? Uh, yeah. You'd think the people that are from that country should run the place. I mean, normally that's how it goes. But uh, Something clicks. Russia knows this. If Russia's taking it easy on them, this is why. Oh, the Russians aren't any. Uh, they're, they're pretty fucked up, too. That government's pretty fucked up also. They're definitely not, you know, saving anybody. You get that out of your head right now. Uh, Glitcherful says, you know, it's kind of crazy that the good people have won every war in recorded history. They have. Yeah, we've all, the good guys have always win in the end. That's always what has happened, if forever. 
and bad people have never won and never twisted history to frame a certain frame it in, under a certain lens in a certain way so that they could hold on to power and basically you know rewrite history to suit their needs like everyone has done in history that has conquered and taken over they just change everything around to uh, suit them it's pretty common actually um so while Jitsu says you must, uh, Solzhenitsyn says you must understand the leading Bolsheviks who took it. Yeah, they're all, yeah, they hated Russians. They hated Christians. You must understand. Oh, I've got a video for this. The leading Bolsheviks who took over Russia were not Russians. They hated Russians. They hated Christians. A lot of them were bust in from out of the country. A lot of them uh, came from Canada. They had a nice little meeting here. I think it was in Montreal. Is that where Lenin was hanging out? And they came up with some fucking plans there and they put them on a boat. I think it was from Montreal. And then from there to Halifax, where they went to hell. And then from there to fucking all the way to Russia, buddy. And they gave them lots of money. They showed up with basically today's equivalent of billions of dollars and grabbed a whole bunch of goons and basically terrorists. And they fucking went to town. And they just took over the country and massacred everyone in their way and killed the entire royal family and massacred the government and killed all the generals that weren't loyal to the, you know, and all of that. And then the Soviet Union was born. And then the nightmare began. So that's that's good. Um, but you know, they, uh, they love Christians. It's all, this is the Jerusalem Post fairy found this the other day. There's shit like this all the time. It's not, it's not a secret. It's not, it's, it's right there. You can go read about it as much as you want. This is yesterday, two days ago from the Jerusalem post. So spitting on Christians is a Jewish custom. Well, you know, they do do it. This is them spitting on some Christians carrying a cross here in the street. Walking by. Spitting on them. You got the kids doing it. Yeah. Neat! That's good. They're chosen. They're chosen. You know, the dead, the dead commies, that's a whole other thing. What else is going on? I'm going to check the chat again. I didn't... I haven't, I've been just kind of going old school lately, haven't I? I think the news has just made me, I <laughs> just don't care. It's just all so fucking stupid. It was too crazy to keep up with for a while, but now it's just, you know. But I'll, I'll find, those. there's lots to see. There's lots more to see, unfortunately. Hmm, it's, none of it's good. None of it's good. I'll just go through the, finish the chats off. I didn't even check Rumble once. Oh, no. Was he? Oh, he was arrested in Halifax and released. Trotsky was. That's right. I knew there was a connection to Halifax. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, that video behind the lines. Yeah, somebody said on the Rumble. It was insane. It was mental. Mosey. All right, I got a bunch here. Let's fucking. And Odyssey's. Okay. All right. Let's get to work. <laughs> Mosey says Gatorade. It's what plants crave. Yes. We're pretty much there now. It's from uh, Idiocracy. You should watch it. It's very funny. And my, actually probably scary at this point. It's probably going to freak you out. Simone Dubigay says, I think Trump watches the podcast. He definitely does not have time for that. But he says, he said we got to be able to shoot looters right in the head. Yeah, he's just of the same mind of common sense and just you do the math and what's going to work and what's not going to work and long term. and how, Yeah, he's just not stupid. That's all. Uh, he said we got to be able to shoot them right in the head. According, yeah, it's a very, very serious crime that threatens the stability of your city, and it's totally, it's it's justified to at least discuss like, should we just shoot them on sight or give them a warning shot first and then kill them? But like, uh, armed force is required to stop the looting. There's nothing else that will stop the looting. Uh, only armed men can stop the looting. So this is where we're going. Or you don't want to stop the looting. 
then let them pillage forever because they will. Uh, Lady Harley says, we're on salty army time in my household. Love the army stories because dad was infantry. Oh, <laughs> I love hearing the old infantry. From, you know, it becomes like, uh, man, it's, it's been gone. What do they say? After so much time goes on, you eventually like miss it again and you almost want to go back in. It's a, it's a weird, when you get out, you're like, I oh, you don't ever want to fight. You're ready to just burn all your shit. And then it kind of like fades away. And then you, and then you did, then the rose colored glasses shit starts to kick in. And then, you know, it's probably because it can't hurt me anymore. I'm far away from it. I actually, I, um, did that memorial, um, little mini parade there for the Afghan memorial here in Nova Scotia. And, uh, that was kind of strange. It kind of felt strange. It was the first time I put that beret on and, you know, marched around in any kind of formation since I left the army. So it was kind of, huh, with a bunch, you know, with a bunch of other army dudes and different ages and generations, different guys from different units. And I was kind of shook hands like, well, we're all still alive. That's good. <laughs> oh, you're still alive too. Right on. Good for you. Um, yeah. Uh, Revan LB says, a schmeckle for you, buddy. <laughs> Literally one dog. A one schmeckle. Uh, Darth Wizzy says, may the whiz be with you. Okay. I hope it is. What does it do? Is it useful? Is it dangerous? Uh, Mosey says, here's what it is, in my opinion. Caucasians and Anglo-Saxon states and cultures are the only threat to the Israelis and their neocon hegemony globally, so they must be stabilized and destroyed. Well, it's not your, that's a lot of people's opinion. The, the issue is that um, that hom- homogeny needs to be broken. The potential for it needs to be broken um, because that, should it exist, would be a massive threat, uh, you know, power threat, because it's a lot of people with a lot of access to a lot of resources and money, and you know, it would be it would be bad. So that needs to be disabled or neutralized. If you're gonna con- if you're gonna contain, continue to control the you know the kind of the power you have, like eventually that that risk has to be mitigated at some stage. And I think that's you know that's just the black that's just the two plus two is four version of it. Unless you want to get into the you know, cult reasons and all the other crazy stuff that's going on that's out there. There's different explanations, but I mean, you don't have to get any more complicated than that. There's no rep. There's no countries in the way. There's just people now. So now we got to break up the communities. And the state. They're just. They're dismantling guys. All the nation states are captured. It's so oh, that that's done. So now they're like, well, let's just start dismantling this and rebuilding. That's what build back better means. What do you? Where do you think that came from? What exactly do you think they're building back? They're literally rebuilding the world in their image. Do you understand this? This isn't a temporary, oh, it's going to be weird for real. They are rebuilding the fucking world in their image, and it's a dark one. It's a very shitty, dark, scary, violent one. Hence the urgency and all these people trying to figure out what the fuck we should do. Because, you know, it's there's water on the floor of the ship. You know what I mean? So. Yep. <laughs> Muffigan says, here's some money. Can you please do some Trump? I don't know. About what? How much money was it? Is it worth it? <laughs> Five dollars. I'm rich. What, what What would he be going on about? Maybe I'll read other chats as Trump. No, that's, no. I'll think of it. I'll think of something. I'll think of it. I'll try. I'll pull it in. I'll go over it. They want me to be speaker, you know. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Me. Can you believe that? Would you believe that? I'd be a good speaker, the best speaker, maybe ever. Put me on Mount Rushmore. Maybe. <laughs> I I hope he does. 
I love the chaos. I just want to see more Trump war. I want to see people losing their shit. I want to see people screaming. I want to see people having nervous breakdowns, jumping out of windows. I want to see people so over the moon happy, like the Trump people are just, yay, and they're like so happy, and I'm happy that they're happy. And I want to see all the, I want to see like AOC, like down a bottle of pills and scream and claw her face off. Like, oh, I want all of it. I want to see the whole thing. I'm here for it, dude. Let's go. Let's have it. Let's blow it all up. They're blowing it all up. They're basically going to civil war. I don't see any other way around that. Let's just, come on. Like, I've got, I mean, I like foreplay like anybody, but I mean, if it, there gets to a point where you just can't take it anymore, you know? And and that's, that's why they do it. That's why women do that. Because they like it. They like it when you snap and go crazy. Right? And I think that's what they're doing. They're trying to make us just go ballistic until we can't handle it. Can't even control ourselves anymore. We must. You must say the course. Don't do it. Don't let them get you. Ryan G says, I figured out how to get into Russia as an American citizen. Is that hard to do? I imagine I imagine it'd be risky to do. They might kidnap you. He says, I'm going to enlist in the Slava Ukraine. And then immediately surrender on the Volga and presto change. No more global homo for me. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, go. people have done that. I've had that thought. Like, not that I wanted to do it, but I'm like, I bet, you know. You could. I bet you could volunteer, go over there, play the game, get sent to the line. Especially if you knew what you're doing at all, if you have any soldierly skills at all, you could probably probably find a way out. But they also have guys, they have units and snipers positioned to shoot people surrendering. Did you know that? They're they're killing people that try to surrender all the, all over the place. So it's like it's more you got to worry be worry about getting shot in the back or the, your own guys figuring out that that's what's going on. So I don't know. It's a risky way to try and get it. I would just offer the money. I would just go to the Russian embassy and be like, I have $10,000. Uh, how can I get to Russia? <laughs> Come to this way. Yuri was looking for a reason to drink today. You know? Close up shop. Russia not do business here anymore. I can't believe you guys still even have an embassy. Neither can Yuri. <laughs> so where do you want to go in Russia? How long have you been here? Listen. <laughs> Uh, he says, very nice AI art. Yeah, you like that? The AI Bing generator, man, is it's got some it's got it's it's worth it. It's worth using. It didn't used to be, but this latest one, I'm like, I can I, I accept I accept your AI contributions. Big props for our autist meme army edgelords that trick the AI into drawing Hitler. <laughs> I tried to get it to do that, it won't let me. You can't say Hitler. It'll ban it. You can't say most political figures, anybody, it really. It won't let you do that. But there's some I don't know how. I'm seeing some people do these things, so I'm like, how, what wording did you use to outsmart the coding? You know, it is funny. That's a fun game. People like playing these kinds of games. It's almost like, it's kind of like hacking in a way. It's like, how can I get around? I know you don't want me to do this, but I feel like I can do it anyway. I feel like I can, tr I can beat, your, uh, beat your, your plans. He says, if they want racism so bad and are obsessed with white man holding them down, then just give it to them. It's it's getting wild, man. He says, "All uh, oh, right, in in uh, in Russia, it's not true. We did lose an American life. The CIA headquarters got another star in the lobby. Their shit got bunker. Their shit got bunker busted. But yeah, I heard about that by superior Russian hardware. I smoked a cigar and drank a glass of whiskey. Yeah, they hit them with one of those uh, one of those lightning missiles. They go fucking like speed of sound fast or something crazy." hypersonic missiles and they killed like 200 people <laughs> and got got like all their high command and wiped them out dude this war is going so fucking badly for the for the nato side it's 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 honestly embarrassing 
And I bet the Russians are feeling pretty fucking good right now about their chances if this goes like big time. Like you, they basically showed the, what they what they got, what they're capable of. Both sides have like done some skirmishing now, and doesn't look good. If they thought this was going to be, oh, we'll just fucking easily break the Russians. I'm like I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> I think you'll lose, and you know the Chinese are going to take that opportunity to fucking move on Taiwan, right? Because, and here's why, tactically or strategically, if you're China, that one of their main uh, policy objectives is to recapture the island of Taiwan, which they consider is Chinese. Taiwan is, technically was part of China, but the Chinese communists took over, killed everybody, fought the nationalists in China, beat them, pushed them out of China, and what remained and who survived, uh, you know, consolidated on the island of Taiwan, which now is, you know, Taiwan. And they say, no, we're our own country. We're not with them. We're Taiwan. We're not fucking... And the Chinese communists like, no, 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 no. We're not fucking done with you. That's our, that's our shit too. And we're going to come get you one of these days. America's protecting them for now. And then when that stops, <laughs> you can expect that Taiwan's going to get fucking eaten up and rolled over. If you're the Chinese and you want to do this, when would, the, when would there never be a better time to do that? If you're going to do that, when would that be? When the United States is engaged in a big war with another major country, they're never going to be weaker than that. When is that more likely to ever? Who else are they going to fight besides Russia that would give you that kind of opening and drain on their resources and they have to spread their shit around? They're going to have to pull from the Pacific theater to, you know, I don't know. That's probably when it would be, right? So now you're fighting both the Chinese and the Russians on a two-front war. Both of them have been planning and preparing for this for decades and are monumentally in better and their china's economy is fucking going down too so this might just be there they have to getting a war economy going is a is one way to avoid complete and total collapse people have done it in the past they'll do it again especially china <laughs> so you know, i don't want to corrupt the whole country everybody going to kill me there will be cannibalism in the street china came to have this we need an economy. We will build war machine. Giant Chinese army. War economy. Hey. The Russians have been doing it, and they're doing well now. Their, their economy is now on, like, their factories are making tanks and airplanes and shit. Like, it's World War II. The Russians have been doing that for a full fucking year now. What are we doing? Selling everything to Ukraine and eating cheese. You're not going to do anything but get fucking massacred. Again. Worse. Poland is trying to take it seriously, and they're actually dumping a lot of money and training and time into their military. They would probably fare the best, have the best shot. After that, there's really nothing in the way. <laughs> there's really nothing in the way of the Russians outside of Poland right now. And uh, maybe parts of Germany might fight them, but their military is getting drained. They're sending all their shit to Ukraine, too, and they're getting bankrupted, and they're fucking... Dude, it's not good. So, for... for I could go on for hours and hours why I think a NATO war against the East would be not only a disaster, but it would be the end of the current world order, and then we'd be having totally under another one, which features, you know, Chinese, essentially, global dominance at the top with the Russians and... And uh, all kinds of diversity, chaos, and mayhem, and carnage for everywhere else. And they're going to colonize Africa while they do it. <laughs> China's dumped billions of dollars into Africa. They're building military bases all over Africa right now. The Chinese are. China's literally colonizing Africa. Oh, what you got to do? 
China's going to take it all. You sleep all day. China train hard all night. You don't David chains. I yeah, you're probably right, Ming. I I agree with you. I mean, you deserve to win, honestly. Just I mean, I respect you. You know, I think you're kind of fucked. Just stay over there. That's all. We'll be over here. It's fine. You don't just. There's no reason we can't coexist. I'm not a Ameri- I'm not trying to impose global hegemony over anyone. Do your thing over there. We'll do it over here. There's no reason for us to be fighting each other. China's going to colonize all of it. You go fill your boots, buddy. Have go nuts. Not my place. Not my problem. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Okay. Good. Goodbye. We have to stand up to global superpowers that could easily crush us. You sure? <laughs> That's not a good strategy, man. I don't know. This isn't. Uh, this isn't the olden days. I don't know what you think is going to happen if you go down this road, but uh, whatever that is, whatever you think that looks like, you're wrong. <laughs> Jenstein doesn't, you don't like it? I'll squeak this fucking chair all day. Yeah. Last time somebody told me they didn't like something, the fucking whole mic stand's gone now. 200 bucks out the window. That's what I get for listening to you. So you're going to, you're going to listen to the squeaks. All right. And you're going to do body break. Uh, Godzilla says, speaking of streaming tonight for another six hours, I was kidding. I'm definitely not doing that. I got to get out of here soon. I mean, I didn't even touch any of the shit I wanted to, but I just, just yelling, you know, things. When can we look forward to the upcoming Vengeance Bowl? Well, Vengeance Bowl would be around January. That's w- that's when the bowls always are. You know, Christmas time, January. We'll have to have a bowl. I don't know. Will it be Vengeance? Well, it's taking a little while. I can tell you about some Vengeance. He sounded just like pee pee ping. You guys can see my super chats. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Why is CRJ? <laughs> okay, CRJ's Banzu. I don't know what's happening in this chat. I'm I, I'm washing my hands of it. I'm not involved. I can't be. I can't be involved in more of these squabbles. I'm getting too much blood on me. I, my dry cleaning bill's outrageous. Um, <laughs> what did he say down here that I wanted to? Shit, I totally lost where I was going with this. Damn it. Oh, wait, now I remember. It involves, it involves money and the Vengeance Bowl stuff, too. So, no, you know what? I'll save that for the end. That's how old. <laughs> Maybe a little, a small, a slight update. But, um,. Before that, <laughs> we're at three hours already. Almost. Um, App Perception says you can just go to the embassy or consulate and apply for a visa. I have, and they don't care at all if you're Canadian, even if you have private military service, which you have to submit the forms. I just wouldn't recommend messing around there. You're talking about the Russian embassy or consulate? I, Dude, I've dealt with some Russian gangsters and, and stuff before and other dangerous people in my life, you know, lifelong career criminal, violent people, killers, like all this kind of stuff. I find that if you're, as long as you're respect, it's when people feel disrespected and slighted that they get, you know, that's when you're going to run into problems. As long as you're respectful of everyone, you know, even people like that, especially people like that, um, you know, they're fair, they're usually reasonable, you know, unless they're like drunk and on drugs, like just avoid those people. But, you know, <laughs> if they're any kind of professional, you know, it just... And if you're in Mexico, they probably want money. You're being shaken down. Probably in Russia, too. But it's like, hey, you know, just play the game. 
You know what's up. They know what's up. Here you go. Fucking here's your hundred dollars. Fuck. Enjoy your Russia. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Excuse me. If you try to go to the man, if you're a foreigner in Russia or some other country like that, and somebody's trying to fuck you around and shake you down, and you're like, I'm gonna call it. You're gonna go to the manager's office there. <laughs> there's, you know, there's world skills that people need to have, and they just. I'm gonna fucking call the principal. You're gonna get you're gonna get disappeared in a dumpster somewhere. You don't be, you don't calm down. These people aren't uh, they're not obliged to take care of you. You know they don't give a fuck about you. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Powell says progressive building back better. To what exactly? Here's what I don't understand. Why isn't Klaus Schwab and all these other evil motherfuckers just annihilated by Russia or some other country? Because they're all involved. Why? Why don't you think? Why wouldn't they? Like, think about it. And you'll probably find the answer fairly quickly. It says, are private citizens just take them out? Oh, but are they? He's a private citizen, but who is George Soros? Who is Klaus Schwab? How powerful are these people, really? This would be like assassinating the president of a country. That's how powerful they are. And what will that what will happen to you then if you do that? What will happen to your family and your children and so on? Like who who do you think you're taking on exactly? An old man? He, I don't see an old man. I see a very large, nebulous, evil criminal organization that spans the globe that has absolutely no problem killing people, like doing whatever the fuck it wants. And they all so And they probably have influence in Russia too. That's probably the main reason, because the Russians are also not free to do as they wish either. Um, all these countries have central banks, and they owe people money. And the people that make the money call the shots, don't they? So, you know. Well, what do you want me to say? Fuck. Um, <laughs> $200 mic stand? I don't know if it was $200. It might have been 100 bucks though. It was a steal. So what a waste of money. $30, get a good desk stand. Where You look where I'm in. I'm on a, I'm on a folding ch- table. It's plastic. It, I'm in a dungeon, essentially. So they'll send you one for fucking... No, I don't. I'm just waiting to move, and then I'll get another one. I'm just There's no point right now. This table sucks. There's no room for it. It's already fucking destroyed. Um, okay, Zoo wants to be unbanned. Not as much as you'll have. What are you... T- I, I don't know what's happening. While Jitsu says, now you get... Now you know how to get more super chats. Just ban them and then make them pay to get back on. <laughs> I didn't do that. Is that what CRJ is doing? He's a really aggressive bouncer. That is what he's doing. He's banning people and then making them pay to get back in. Ruthless. Almost done. Oh, no. I did get them all. That was all them. That was all them. That was all them. Oh, my good. Am I done? We did it. Yay. We're out. We're out of the super chat uh, dungeon. <laughs> Keep that for the end. Do, do, do. Oh man! Normally, what I would do is like I'll just kind of riff on stuff until I kind of run dry, and then I'll look at the news and shit. But it's like I just did that for about three straight hours. Now I'm out of time. <laughs> what do you want to hear about? I mean, fuck. Or I could just save a lot of this for Friday because it's still going to be just as stupid then. Being taken advantage of here. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's gonna get oh right, that video is important to why we'll have that. 
Maybe we should watch this now. Yeah, let's watch this now. Reference the... Uh, Some of the uh, mass migration, <laughs> the invasion that's happening I was talking about before. There's a video going around. I don't know who this woman is. I think it's a woman. <laughs> Central clubs. I don't know who it is. Um, interesting viewpoint. And this is one that is starting to get more accepted as people start getting their, well, their families murdered in front of them. So, you know. Let me first say I'm not a racist, okay? But men go to war. And women and children flee war. Where are all the women and children, please? Everybody that's coming over are fighting age men. They're soldiers. Now, are they there to protect us or are they there to round us up? What are these immigration centers for if we're not using them? What are all these new prisons for if we're not using them? Prisoners are being released early on tag. What are the FEMA camps built for? The largest one can accommodate two million people. But where the hell do they expect to find two million people? And more importantly, why? There's something else going on they're not telling us about because it's cataclysmic and we should be told. We should be allowed to make preparations. Putin, who's supposed to be the bad guy, has made preparations for every single one of his citizens, man, woman and child. But what are our governments doing for us? Absolutely nothing. Do you want to know what immigration is really all about? Ask them, because they're working with the SAS. They're working with our military. They are soldiers. That's my view. Why is it that our own veterans are living on the streets? Why our own people are living on the streets? And yet these people can come over and live in hotels and get £175 a week. That's more than our unemployed get, because they're on the payroll. There is something being planned, and it's not good. Not good at all. For any of us. And I said before, where are all the women and children? Men go to war. Women and children flee war. Why are they coming here? There's no war here. Why aren't they fighting for their own countries? Why are they coming here? And why are we accommodating them when we're not even accommodating our own people? Why can't any of the politicians answer any of those questions? Why can't you ask any of those questions? Go there. Go to their events and ask them these questions. People will immediately start booing you and, uh, because they got scared. They're scared that they're of the energy in the room that just happened. And they want you to go away because you're interrupting their entertainment. Most people that go to these political rallies, they go to these speeches, they're just sycophants. They've already made up their mind. They're not there to like... They, they want to be there, right? They're already totally in. It's my team and all of this. They're just there to be entertained. And they want to get pictures taken with their favorite talking head. They're going to change it to their social media profile picture. It says hashtag get the libs out or whatever the fuck. Whatever, whatever which one of these douchebags is that day. Jimmy Rolex or fucking Johnny Blackface or whichever one you want. They're all equally pieces of garbage. They don't fucking care. They're more like each other than anyone else. And I've got a great video to prove it. This guy... This new fucking house speaker, by the way. Oh, he's the first black Canadian. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's already got a bunch of ethics rules violations. There's other investigations and shit. He's been tied up. This guy's garbage. Once again. But he's but he's black, so therefore, ergo, vis-a-vis, we have to, you know, fight the woke shit. And we gotta yeah, but we're all just I mean, at the end of the day, we're both pals, right? At the end of the day, we're all just silly goose. We're all just little silly geese people. We're all just having a little silly time. Aren't we? Yay, we're all friends, really. It was a nice time. What a nice gesture. I'll be all a little petting him, like, I, I see, I, I have a black friend. Look at me. Uh-huh. I'm touching a black man. 
I'm love touching his a lot. I'm really trying to touch his hands and pat. I'm really, I'm really, I've never done this before. Strange. It feels, I don't know, odd. I don't know. Oh, he speaks English. Wow, it's it's, it's fascinating. <laughs> now let's see them call me words. Now, why is he patting him, touching him all the time? Look at him. See him call me racist now. And this douchebag. Oh, maybe I wonder what his penis tastes like. Soon I'll find out. You go get him, Tiger. Look how happy he is. <laughs> You're my new boyfriend. I'm wearing pink underwear right now, and nobody knows. I'm the only one in here that knows. I have pink lollipop underwear on. Look at all these people clapping. They don't even know that I'm wearing them. Isn't this fun? I love my job. I've been doing cocaine at lunch. No one knows. Well, that's not that's not very responsible. Shut your mouth, peasant. I can do whatever I want, and you'll just sit there. Millhouse. I told you not to call me that. I'm very sensitive. Millhouse, Millhouse, Millhouse. <laughs> Fuck them both, man. So tired of this shit. Oh, they're only killing people. They're only fucking ignoring the inquiries and all the mass death and the lawsuits and the dead children and the destroyed families and the warmongering and the crumbling economy and the mass murderings and the rapes and the violence in the streets and the homeless encampments and the cost of living crisis. And there's nowhere to live and everything costs a million dollars. Why not just have a silly goose time? We're really pals and bros at the end of the fucking day anyway, aren't we? Jesus, fuck! It's disgusting! They're so gross! Ah, there comes the old man noises again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ah, whatever. So what if people are dying from cardiovascular diseases almost 44% more than they were before in the age groups of 15 to 44? Young people's heart, you know, cardio system just gone oh well dead blood clots fucking yeah good good stuff uh but you know we have to slava and we're all gonna spend time worrying about what a fucking eight 98 year old man did 80 years ago that's what we're gonna spend our time on as this fucking crime climbs out of control and i mean what really can they do they're all guilty they all participated in this so what do you want them to do besides play fucking feel good pat me on the back aren't i such a good person charades in the house of commons on your dollar well they get rich and you can't afford to eat why not yay this is a threat to our democracy really you've got these people coming in oh they're international students yeah and they lived in a tent as a publicity stunt if you look inside, there was no accommodations. The next day, they left. Oh, look at them. We need more money. We don't have enough. This is unacceptable. All of the fucking shit we've already given these people, it's not enough. They need ho- they need five-star hotels. We're going to pretend to be homeless so you'll give us more shit as actual Canadians go homeless with no support whatsoever. Fuck you. Fuck your bitch wife. Fuck those losers behind you. Fuck that guy with his arms crossed. Put him on a truck. Take him to the airport that I have commandeered and now control. Put him on a plane. Fly him back to Lahore, India. Kick him the fuck out without even stopping the plane on the runway and just take right off again at the other end. That's what you fucking do with those people. Okay, next. What else? Oh, and, and, and this is what's happening, too. Now, because, ooh, we've pissed them off, 
Indian hackers are targeting fucking parliamentary websites in the military. Oh, don't make the Indians mad. Why the f- just the, the the new Canadian crest should just be like a man's face as a doormat with just people's boots on it, and and the doormat says, "I'm I'm on the, I'm on your side. I'm not racist. I'm on your side." That's what it should say. That's Canada. That's what it is. Oh man, <laughs> it's all so gross. The AK. I don't know. I want to get it. All those leftists are dead. Who cares? It's normal. <laughs> Um. Right. Is this guy speak English? Political signal to burst Europe's borders. Yeah. Political signal. Well. Political signal to burst Europe's borders open forever with a fleet of their own, so that everyone can come who wants to come. First hundreds of thousands, then millions. The Steyer guy I was talking about before. I think this is who he's talking about. They're just like, yeah, we gotta we gotta break up the homogeneity. We can't have any ethnic homogeny here we need it needs to be diverse what does that mean it means we need less white people we need to mix it up and people think that's okay to say because they have no fucking sense of pride or identity at all and they don't dare say well i don't i'm not comfortable with that well why the fuck not because that's me <laughs> those are my those are my kids what do you mean we need you need less of us and you need to what the fuck are you saying exactly you know what they're saying. They say say it openly now. It's about no longer having white people in Europe. Don't worry. This is not a conspiracy theory, me saying and talking about white people. It's not me saying that. These people say it themselves in their own words. Here is Axel Steyer, head of the so-called Sea Rescuers of Mission Lifeline. He put on back then Twitter, now X. I just want to take a one minute to appreciate the Europeans. Okay, guys, um, I know it's like economical to speak English and everybody, you know, it's the most well-used language and so on, but we can't speak shit. I can barely speak English. I can't speak French. Uh, Americans can barely speak English. You know what I mean? It's very few of us are even by. Most Europeans can speak two or three or four languages sometimes. And they're just doing this for our benefit. The Germans know how to know it. They don't need to hear it in English, but they do it for our benefit, you know? These heroic European broadcasters are like, these idiots in Canada and America should understand what is coming their way. We have to alert them. Otherwise, <laughs> so he's suffering through this. He's, you know, his English is pretty good, but he's, you know, how's your German? Probably a lot fucking worse than his English, right? So I just think that's very polite and very considerate of them to think of us this way. I just want them to know that I appreciate it. I mean, lots of people don't, but I, I, I do. So thank you very much. Hair, whatever your name is, whoever this guy is. We have the upper hand. Soon the fun life as a white brat will be over. With white bread, of course, Steyer means people with white skin color. Furthermore, Steyer writes on X. No, there will be no white brats at some point. The dehomogenization of society is advancing having a guy say it a german accent too is just it's just better content right <laughs> i support this with my work you see for yourself these people have set themselves the goal of erasing that's what they say the white skin color from the european continent normally governments should do everything to stop such lunatics but instead they pay them with our tax money and we will come to that 
in a moment. Here is another quote from Captain Axel Steyer. Everyone hopes for improvement for an end to racism and isolation policy. I fear that this will not come as long as Germany exists. <laughs> this is all so entrenched and anchored in the regular structures. It cannot be solved with reforms. I just want <laughs> Everyone hopes for improvement for an end to racism and isolation policy. I'm afraid that won't happen as long as Africa exists. It's also solidified and firmly anchored in the regular structures. This cannot be solved with reforms. <laughs> all I did was replace Germany with Africa, and all of a sudden that sounds completely different, doesn't it? Why is it okay? The, the, the answer is it's not. It is just as crazy. It's the same fucking thing. And if you don't agree, it's because you're brainwashed. You've been emotionally conditioned to submit to this kind of guilt and shaming and let yourself be victimized and punished and persecuted. That's the whole point of the, of the white guilting and stuff. So you'll be like, well, I mean, all the, come on. What are you talking about? What about your kids, your family? Don't you hear what these fucking people are saying about you? What cannot be solved with reforms will be solved with revolution or migration. Axel Steyer, one of the leaders of this malicious movement, openly admits that he wants to abolish Germany. <laughs> oh, well, he'll probably get an order. He'll probably be given an award from the government for his humanitarian efforts. You, know, you see what I'm saying? The people of Germany are not doing this. This is being done to the people of Germany. The people of Germany have organized politically in the AFD and are trying to, and now coming close, they're fighting back, and their leaders are being, you know, undergoing assassination attempts. That's how it's going in Deutschland. Sound familiar? Does any of this, say, like, we're all in the same kind of situation here where we have a government that is completely run by, well, people that have multiple passports that aren't this one, and they're importing millions of people from all over the world overwhelming our infrastructure, putting the lives and, and safety at risk of our own citizens, and placing them in a status above us. We've become second-class citizens in our own country to the point that Canadian citizens are, are literally living in tents and ho holes and stuff on the side of the road. The downtowns of these cities have just become fentanyl war zones. But you know what? We need to... we got to put all these migrants in hotels. And they better be at least a three-star hotel, or it's not good enough for them. And it's because there's this they've they've trained people to see them as like like we're all the same. We're, no, we're not. You got here from fucking Pakistan last year. How in the fuck are we the same? How are you as Canadian? What do you mean? No, 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 no. No, no. And that's who they pander to, and that's who they cater to, and that's how everybody has to bend around. Everything has to be culturally sensitive. You have to, you know, make sure everybody's fucking... We need more respect and openness, and we need to have more... Literally everyone is being accommodated except the people that live here to the point that it's destroying the fabric of society. Oh, man. What do you even... What do you even say? Besides, you know, that, I guess. And, and look at this. This is the United States. This is just a short clip just to show you, you know, what I'm talking about. I just had this saved up for some time. This Republican majority has exceeded. So they're get, they're mad that uh, the House Speaker in America has been punted now. They're all fucking. It's the same as up here, man. You got a handful of decent humans, but they're all pieces of shit, multimillionaires and abusing their power. So he got rid of him. But listen to how this is how she defends this guy. 
this Republican majority has exceeded all expectations. We passed the strongest border security bill in our nation's history. Complete lie. Oh, my God. Do you need to see more of the U.S. border? My <laughs> Under Kevin's leadership, he's brought hundreds and hundreds of bipartisan members of Congress to Israel. Really? Why the fuck would that happen? Hundreds and hundreds of members of Congress to Israel. Why? Because your job is to govern America. Yeah. Our greatest ally. Oh, well, I'm glad you said that. Which wars have they fought in, in with you? Because the word ally, traditionally, when it comes to nation states, is one is an ally of another, and, and to say their greatest ally, well, that includes mutual defense pacts. These are these are countries and peoples that have like literally joined hands and say, if anyone attacks you, I will I will defend you, and if anyone attacks me, you'll def-. like that's that's the partnership. Like we're a team now, okay? We're allies. Where where were the Israeli battalions in Iraq? Where were the Israeli regiments in Afghanistan? Where? Do you know where they were? Nowhere. We did all of that. Your greatest ally is not fucking Israel. They're bankrupting you. You could say Canada. You could say the British, maybe, the United Kingdom. You could fucking make a case for France. But I'm sorry, what shared history do you people have again? Besides the fact that almost all of the most powerful positions in your government seem to include the prerequisite is a, is a passport for Israel as well. Beyond that, I'm struggling to understand how exactly you're the greatest ally. And one last thing before I, I you know, stop here and let Fatty continue what she was going to say. Do, do your greatest al- do you, any allies, never mind your greatest ones, do they often try to sink your ships and kill your sailors and kill your people with terrorist attacks? Or like, because that happened also a few times. So, again, do they steal, does your greatest ally steal nuclear secrets from right out of your fucking uh, top secret facilities? And then smuggle them across the world and build illegal, you know, mass super weapons with them. Do they do that too? Do they spy on you and get caught and get like massive 25 year sentences in jail? These are what fucking world woman. It's happening again. This is the second time in four, in four streams. And I don't mean for this to become a regular thing, but the women will agree with me. Some women like this one just need to get the fuck back in the kitchen. This is ridiculous. What? I'm so sick of this. She has no idea what she's talking about. All the things I just mentioned would have gone right over her head. She has no clue. She's reading a script. She's just a talking dumb head that's easily manipulated. And this is what she's manipulated to do. Tell you complete bullshit and lies. I fucking can't stand the... Oh, we got a bunch more here, too, that are probably not worth a damn of anything. There's probably not an ounce of leadership courage and any bone in any of these fucking people's bodies back here. None of them. He's brought hundreds and hundreds of bipartisan members of Congress to Israel, our greatest ally. He elected the most diverse class of Republicans ever with oh. the largest number of Republican women ever in American history. This Republican- And now everything's all fucked up. I wonder if those two things are related. Huh? Man, she's got leadership quality, doesn't she? 
Some women do. That's not one of them. No way. As, as evil as she is, you can at least give Hillary Clinton the nod that she's not fucking bad at what she does. But a lot of them are... Oh, God. What's going on on my desktop now? Is this still live? Okay. <laughs> my computer just fucking spazzed out. Probably time to get... Okay, we'll go home soon. Just just relax. Come on. Um, <laughs> I have a file in it. Yeah. Or, well, you know what? There's one more. And there's one more, and then I'm... No, we're almost done. This is only two minutes, and this is a... Uh, What was the story on this? I'm trying to... My memory is failing me. But there was a guy. He goes to a thing. He says some stuff. They get all mad. I'm just filling holes while I scroll up. Okay. He's going... This is a school board, and they're being confronted on, on critical race theory, which is everywhere. CRT. It's, it's you know, cultural Marxism. It's an ideology. It's an attitude. It's a spirit. It's a, it's a you know, a poison, and uh, this guy's come to say some words about Well, he's in the bottom right corner, so I'll have to move over here. My name is Daniel Concannon. I'm a resident of this city. I grew up here and graduated here. I won't state my address as I have active threats against me from my resignation from Manchester School District over their anti-white training. I'm here to provide clarity on the word games being played around critical race theory. It may once have been a body of legal scholarship, but things change. For example, men can now get pregnant. So like it or not, critical race theory has become the recognized term for all the pseudo-academic dehumanizing of white people. It might be called white privilege, whiteness studies, anti-racism, diversity, equity, and inclusion. The list goes on. It's all understood as critical race theory. So just because there's no curriculum binder labeled critical race theory doesn't mean it's not in the schools. You can label it with any pretty words you like. I just noticed four of these people in the school board of the uh, eight of them yeah, have masks on. <laughs> As you do with your diversity and inclusion task force, but all they amount to are pretty lies. They serve as nothing but rainbow lipstick on a pig, and that pig's name is anti-white. You can try to deny that until the cows come home, but the anti-white pig has left the barn. Just because students aren't opening books called critical race theory doesn't mean it's not... This one person here in the gallery not paying attention is also on her phone, also wearing a mask. Not there. And doesn't mean that the anti-white staff training your task force conducts doesn't bleed through. And when it bleeds through, it results in white children becoming objects of hate. I've seen it with my own eyes working in schools. Speaking of eyes regarding the anti-white training for district staff here, Superintendent Tucker said, quote, it was to help see what the world is like through the eyes of a black child. Question, has anyone stopped and asked what the world looks like through the eyes of a white American child right now, born into a world that loathes and dehumanizes them, pathologizes their existence and commands their self-loathing? White privilege, white rage, white fragility, abolish whiteness. The ubiquitous anti-white hate in our culture is grotesque. Passing this hatred on to our children is evil. It is anti-white psychological abuse. It must end. I'm surprised they didn't cut him off. <laughs> I don't know where that was, but, uh, you know. I don't think he's wrong. Like I said. All of this programming, all this stuff, like it's not just us that sees this. Younger men see it, teenagers see it, kids see it. They're being given it to them in their schools. 
They're guilty. They should be shamed. They're not even a BIPOC. You know, they get special designations. They get their own flags. Your kids don't. You're seeing them get attacked in the streets all the time. These games and stuff they're playing. Racially motivated attacks. Yeah. Acting like it's not. But it is. So at the same time, they accuse us of trying to incite violence. by Well, the things you're saying are going to make people upset. Like, what do you think the things you're saying are doing? And why do you think people like us show up to call your bullshit? Somebody has to. And sometimes it's like, man, how do I say this? Not everybody can. Not everybody can do everything. There is a lot of shit I can't do. <laughs> what? Mostly everything. Um, there's lots of people that everybody's good at different things, different skills, different talents. Like I know guys that are, you know, they, they're up at four o'clock in the morning, three 30 and they're doing, <laughs> I mean, fishing is a hard job, man, out here doing stuff like that. People working on the rigs, doing a lot of these jobs, working in factories for 20 years, the monotony of it, the, you know, the shift work, the, all of that stuff. And they do pretty well at it. And they enjoy it. It makes them feel good. And they like, and I'm like, I couldn't do that. For me, for who I, that would drive me crazy. And, and it would probably, <laughs> I would just be miserable and shitty at it. And I suck at it. And I don't, you know, this is not me. I can't do those things. But I'm thankful that these guys do. Because the way that this is supposed to work as a nation and a country and a people is that they're doing it for me. So we have all of this shit. So we have fucking gas in the tank at the gas stations. And we have things on the shelves in the stores and so on. Everybody has something to do, so we all benefit collectively as a people. That's all gone now. Everybody's worried about themselves and what they're going to get. But those people are out there, and they have all kinds of skills and things that I, I can't do. But I can fucking do this. And I feel like I have to do it for them. I owe them. And when I got arrested <laughs> the third time, and they hauled me to jail in the other side of the country in ankle chains, belly chains, wrist chains. They had a national warrant. They made a whole big fucking thing of it. Denied me bail, threw me in a fucking gang range with murderers like... <laughs> If I didn't have, I mean, I had some savings, <laughs> good, um, but if I didn't have the support and the, the network and the community, like, I would be fucked. There's no way I could have paid for the things that I had to pay for because this is the world we're in. You're only as innocent as you can afford to be. I would have been fucked, but I didn't even have to ask. Everybody, you guys just did that for me. People just did that on the, on, without any prompting. And it covered a lot of a significant amount of my of my bills. And 
you know, recently, you know, I've so far so good. Out of five, two cases are down. I'm pretty confident that's going to be the result of all of them. <clears throat> and I had another one almost this week or very recently. They uh <laughs> I gotta be careful. <laughs> I gotta be careful. They dangled the uh, kind of the conditions over my head a little bit in one of these. And they said, hey, you just sign this and we'll just you know, we, we'll just leave it alone. We'll just walk away. You'll just say, you know, you'll save $35,000, $40,000 from not having to do a trial. You'll be able to travel again. And I thought, save $35,000, $40,000. Well, it just so happens that I have that much money. And where did I get it? Well, I got it from these people. And what do they give it to me for? Do they give it to me to buy a new fucking house? Or do they give it to me because they feel like, well, they're trying to support me because they agree with what I'm doing and they're appreciative that I'm you know, sticking up for them in this fight against these motherfuckers. They gave it to me to fight them, not roll over. So I said, absolutely not. There will be none of this. Not only am I not going to try to save money, I'm going to use the money that I've been given to fight you to do exactly that. I will pay to make sure a trial happens. So all of this is out on the table. After everything that's happened, all the shit you did to me and my family and what you fucking put everybody through and you're going to do and you think, "Oh, well we'll just sign this and walk the fuck away?" Really? You fuck with the wrong marine, motherfucker. Wrong one, son. This the the disrespect of that. What was I saying earlier about the respect, right? You think you can just shit all over somebody's life like this and go, oh, I'll just wash my fucking hands of it. And then, Nuh-uh. Nope. So I will fucking stay in the wood pile. And I will pay the money. Because I'm fucking crazy. And I feel like I have to do it because I'm sick and tired of the demoralization and the depression and there's just people everywhere that are just so broke down and fucking ruined that they they are the the thought that someone would be genuine that would actually fight these motherfuckers and put themselves out that that just can't exist they must all be feds they must all be it's all some kind of scheme and it's a fucking move i don't want to live in that world i need to believe in things i need to believe that these kinds of things are fucking possible and can happen And if this is this is my time to fucking carry this particular load right now at this particular time on behalf of other people and they're you know want me to do it and share you're fucking right I'm going to. What's the alternative? Pack it in, take the easy way out, and just eat your words and pretend none of this shit ever mattered. It really is all about money at the end of the day, is anyway, huh? 
You don't fucking know me at all. You fucking bit off more than you could chew. I'm looking forward to it. You see me running anywhere? These these people are fucking small. They got nothing in here. Nothing in here. Hollow. Send your best one! Send your best one! You should never have sent us to war! Big mistake! Big mistake! Never give a fighter something to fight. There's no other way but the hard way. Walk right into it. Walk right the fuck into it. You'll be bigger for it. Then ask for more. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate the support and the love and everything. Cheers and a big ups and a big fucking triple slash to Rage Fan. Recover, young man. I'll see if I can swing by and see you. TheGriff.shop, you can go buy some cheap Chinese crap. And I mean, Phil's got a drug problem. And we owe Larry money. So if you want, I mean, it would help us. And Derek, I mean, he, he's got to build an outhouse, you know? Like, he's got to do something. So, I mean, the Griff.shop, you're going to... Greg Arcade, too. There's so many... Help us. Help us. Give me your money! <laughs> I'm mostly kidding. Chin up, chest out, fuck these people! Six up a Tyrannus, See you next time. Body break. Get going. The castle's falling down beneath the deepest sea. They see my face before will they remember me? I scream the words out loud. Our souls are finally free. With time to open up our eyes. I'm aware of the cuts, Phil. I just didn't get around to talking. It's been on the, I don't know, docket, whatever you want to call it, for days now. Billions in, I know it's a severe amount of money. Why are you giggling? 
Yeah, they. Well, we sent it all to Ukraine and all the guns and all the weapons and all the money. I know they do keep asking for more. Oh, they're just greedy. I mean, it's not like it's not arriving at its destination. I mean, it's not like somebody's hijacking. Phil, who are all these men outside? Have you been intercepting weapon shipments and. Oh, fucking. First, I'm just gonna bite my. Yeah, well, you want my reaction, you want my honest feedback. They're really in step. Their their drill is actually pretty impressive. I don't know where you... I don't know how you pulled this off so fast, but you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Phil is... He's doing it, guys! He's taking the airport! Phil is taking the airport! Turn